Film episode 111 of the Talking Bollocks podcast brought to you by Gowlow. It's me, Terry Flower. It's me, COB. And this week we're joined by Connor Moore, aka Connor Sketches. <laughs> Sorry, Connor, just why did you not say episode 111? When I see, see when I asked you, so I asked Calvin beforehand, what is your what number are we? And he said 111, and I don't know, it's Mad Angel numbers and all, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, you didn't want to sound like a, ro- a Rob Blade scrambler. Episode yeah. one, one, yeah. one. That's like one eleven. They'll do the tricks. Uh, Connor sketches. Connor Moore. What's the story? How's things? Uh, all good, lads. What's the crack with G? All good. All, all good. good, mate. All good. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming in. Me. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for coming in. We know you're uh, from Mullingar, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, I, li- I, li- I do live in Dublin. I'm a blowing. You're a blowing. How long yeah. you living in Dublin? Uh, I've lived in Dublin for the last two years, and then I would have lived here for about two years before that. But in between that, then I lived in New York, lived in Florida, lived in Mullingar, moving back to Mullingar, going back to America in March. So I kind of, I live in a few different places. I'm a change your name, Connor Sketches to Connor Travels. I could do it. I could do it. Yeah. Do a few little videos, me yeah. like David Attenborough walking around the place. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Talking Bollocks podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so how's things with you all go? Yeah, you're busy, yeah? Uh, yeah, a bit mad at the minute now. I've got, uh, I'm doing these live shows like and stuff around Ireland, and then the Formula One kicks back, and then the golf kicks back in March. Yeah. And the football keeps me going anyway, but those other two games like are just kind of, they're the big ones for me at the minute. Are they, yeah? Yeah. How'd you find the live shows? Loved them. Yeah. I felt, you know, I did them in September, and then I'm doing them now. Loved them uh, now. September, I was very much like, oh, I have to do the best show ever, and everything had to be perfect. And on the way home, I was analysing everything. Uh, and then I'd done five of them, and then we ended up, no more than yourselves, you know when you do your first one, there's loads of fat in it, and you learn a lot from your first yeah. one. You're like, oh, I can improve that and take that out and maybe put that in. And then by the time I got it to Vicar Street, then it was... Uh, like it was refined enough where I was like really happy with it and confident going on and stuff. And then I started doing more uh, gigs now. And I was saying I did the Olympia like last Thursday and it's just like, what a venue. Like it was top, top class. Like I loved it. Yeah. The crowd are just in on top of you. Like Vicar Street in that sense as well. Like kind of spoiled for choice in Dublin, like a lot of the venues. Mm. The venues, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah they own the Olympia again, I think, aren't you? On the 2nd of March. Yeah, it's my final show. I'm out to America then after that. So it's my last kind of Irish show for her. I don't know how long for, but for a good while anyway. Yeah. Uh, the last hurrah. I'm in Mullingar actually for three days before that. The week before I'm in Mullingar. Uh, I was going to do five nights there, but I was going to do Garth Brooks on a homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> Proper actually was, yeah. I just didn't have the time because I had to go to, the, I was going to do them the following week, but I'm doing the Olympia. I'm doing those three nights in Mullingar, then the Olympia on the Thursday, and then I'm just pretty much straight back out to America then. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Busy fella. Um, yeah. get the tickets sorted. And get on to it. Where's the best place to get tickets, Connor? Uh, Ticketmaster or ConnorSketches.com. Yeah. And it's a show, it's got everything in it. Like, it's not like, it's not like a GA show. Right? There is a part, like, there is some GA in it. There's some Irish stuff in it. Like, I'm, who wants to be a mil- millionaire is in it. McGregor is playing it. Uh, it's mad. It's, uh, the reaction to him is just unbelievable. He, anywhere around the country, people just love it. Walk on. <laughs> Do that. The whole place just starts laughing. It's like, David <laughs> Dunphy, the first question I think is like, uh, uh, okay, Connor, what's the largest known entity in the solar system? Is it, uh, <laughs> is it Mars? Is it Jupiter? Is it Saturn? Or is it Connor McGregor's ego, baby? <laughs> it's like, 
כותב אם הוא יהיה גם האמן You know what I mean? We just find it hard to deal with. If something, I, I like, even there, I'm like, it's like a trio attender. But I was like, if I got a few weeks at that, I'd say I'd nail it. Do you reckon? Yeah, I'm going to hold you to that now. All listen, right. Just listen to a few episodes of the podcast on your travels all over the world. Yeah. Play a few episodes of the podcast on the planes, etc. You'd have a nail like that. Al Forden said, I'm the hardest person he ever tried to impersonate. Ever. That's what he said. And he, he had like weeks to prep. Like we didn't tell him a few days before. Like, we show. didn't just sting he him. Had about, he had about five or six weeks prep. And he was saying to me, now he never said to anyone else, he's like, I'm going to get Terrence, so make sure you ask me at the end to do Terrence. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting on that for like five or six weeks. Like this is going to be great. This is going to be great. I was like, do what I'll do. He's like, he's actually very hard to do. I was like, All right, <laughs> thanks very much. <laughs> it's weird. But you know what? With impressions, like um, certain people can do certain types of voices really well like I know there's some voices that I'm kind of really good at and if I hear a fella I'm like I, I could do him pretty easy yeah I could I could get that and then sometimes I'm like I look at a fella and be like it's going to either take me way too long to try and get that or I'm just not going to get it mm-hmm. like I was doing Thomas Tuchel there when he got the Chelsea job I was three or four months I just had to stop doing it I was like it just wasn't good enough to put it out you can do a caricature Remember last year trying Will Smith forever? I was like, oh man, you know it's like me and Jada, man. I was going around doing this. Like my, I was wrecking my wife's head. Hey, you know it's like, you know I love you, man. You know it's like, and I was doing this, doing this. And I was trying to get it and trying to get it. And my voice was, I was ripping my voice up. Like I was, my voice was hoarse and everything. Sometimes when I do Trump a bit, it gets hoarse. It depends on, on the voice. But like there's some people, like I do clap early in the morning, like. Yeah, message is like, oh, do you want a cup of tea and you know that? Oh, yeah, I'm sure in this moment. <laughs> but uh, I, I do, if I'm going to record them, I'll do them in the morning because my voice is a bit raspy in the morning. Yeah. So it's a bit deeper. You know, like everybody, or especially if I have a few pints and I wake up and you're like, oh, you're like that. Your voice is nearly already like clap. Yeah. So I'll yeah. do it. But if like, if I had me dinner now at six o'clock in the evening and someone said record clap at seven, you you'd notice a massive difference in, in the clap that I put out on the internet. Because there are certain times of the day, like, I've learned all this about my voice like that it, like acid reflux and everything when you eat it just changes your voice so like if I'm doing a gig like I can't eat for four hours before the gig I'll only drink water I won't drink coffees um, man it's the science that goes in behind this people probably look at you and say oh you can do that off the cuff whenever you want yeah, yeah, Bang, yeah. this is easily done but this is actually the whole fella is intermittent fasting and all before you just flat <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean <laughs> fucking hell sad. is there anybody Ramadan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there anyone that you just look at and you can get them forced try oh yeah Padraig Harrington like as soon as I hey you know yourself like that <laughs> easy enough, funny Daddy, so he was, he was great crack. <laughs> so he was one of them that you just, you get him like. I was always good at Mourinho for some reason, like I just was always, I t- Mary Rosenstock made him like, made his impression big. Mm. And I would have been buying the DVDs or whatever. 
I'm like, I'm very special. I'm the special one. Thanks for having me talking bollocks. I love the name. Fantastic. Wonderful. He's very expressive though, isn't he? I think like him and Trump, they're very expressive, very flamboyant. They're not reserved yeah. at all. And then I think they give you the more traits. So they're easy I'm to pick yeah. up on. And it makes it makes an impression way better like when there's more to it than just the voice. Yeah. Do you know, when they give you stuff like that, like, like who is it like? I suppose I do like a fella in the GA and his name is Sherlock Nan. He's like a hurling fella, right? And he's like, his his he's no neck. Well, he has a neck, but you can't see it. His shoulders are that big. His head is huge. And he's just like that. And he's like, well, what's the crack? And he just looks at the fella. You boys in the GA, are you? No, we're not into it, no. We had a mini discussion off camera, didn't we? Well, <laughs> we're not in the GAA now, but... The boys, the boys don't even know where the All-Ireland Club Champions... They didn't even know they were from Dublin. Right, no. So hang on. I knew they were from Dublin. So how this conversation went was, <laughs> we're not into car, even though Dublin is the best at car. And I say that's a kick in the teeth for Culchies because you's fucking, like you's would die if I was a club or he's a county or whatever. And we couldn't give a fuck about it. And I'm going to be like Trump now. I'm out of here. Yeah. Here's Morgan take off yeah. the mic. <laughs> yeah, fucking away and all. But like, it's not like participation in Dublin. It's like tiny compared to the rest of the country. Whereas I say the percentage is in the 90% maybe. And you were like, Kilmacud Croaks. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. Like, where is that? And you couldn't believe that we didn't know what Kilmacud is. Where is Kilmacud? It's not real. It's it's, it's it, out by Stalorgan. It's oh, not. It's not. It's not really there. The it's out there. It's, it's not real. Place. They made it up. It's like bleeding Hill Valley or one of these fictional towns that they say is there. You know what I mean? It's, it's not real. And then, then the more we looked into it, you were saying like, what what's in it? Like, there's a medical centre. There's a center. medical centre in it. Yeah, that's what you need pitch. a medical centre to have a... A Gaelic team so that's just physios <laughs> for the boys and all um, it's, do you know what you think happened genuinely in the 60s or the 70s or the 80s even a lot of cultures just moved up here walk and just made up their own team do you know what like people all the boys go to New York and Sydney and make their own guard team <laughs> that's what they done just make all the boys from Tip come up here kill my code now it's a, it's a place it's just full of cultures <laughs> have you been to an All-Ireland final no alright well that makes me feel a bit I was bad. never even in Crow Park we never in Croker never Never. Never. In all Ever. Life. Not even the tour. Is, is that like shocking? Yeah. Because ah, yeah. your faces are at the dropping boys. I've been in Croker <laughs> a load of times. Like, lo like You bumped in a load of times. I have, yeah. I've been in Croker, I swear to God, how many times I've been in Croker and I've only ever think I paid in like twice. And once was like for a... You played in it? No. Paid in. Oh, sorry. I thought you said played as well. Oh, yeah. played. played. Tell us something here. Yeah, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. Closet fucking GA. But yeah, <laughs> imagine boys, yeah. Uh, no, fucking the Coldplay concert. I had to take over that. And then I think every other time I was in there. That's supposed to be the best concert of all time. It was the best concert. Were you, ever at, were you at that? No. But yeah. I, my wife was at it. I can hear the heart in your voice. It's ah, like, like I'll get over it, but. Will you, yeah? Yeah. I'm devastated. You definitely you went to a Garth Brooks concert. You had to. No, I didn't. That wouldn't be my thing now. Really? No. You're not real culture. Uh, I'm a bit of a towny culture, I suppose. Yeah. No, Garbrooks won't be my thing. It was like the five nights, I didn't understand all that shit. Yeah, I didn't see where he got to the man tour. For me, I kinda, like, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, yeah? But how the fuck is he selling out five nights in Croker? Yeah. They're not real like mannequins. If Coldplay came down and did five nights, I was like, yeah. 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 Garbrooks, Brooks, I was like, like, I don't know anyone that listens to Garbrooks. Brooks. What, but then songs? apparently they were all, yeah. Two, two songs and covers of everything else. That's that was another done. thing. Someone that was at it was telling me. I was like, "What was it like?" They were like, "Ah, yeah, when he played that song and that song." And I was like, "Do you know any of the other songs?" I'm like, "Nah," but it was it was brilliant. 
and he done a, he done good covers. He's like played Michael Guiney's in there. You know what I mean? And we can't even get. Yeah, one he, was, knife. he was doing covers and all. Yeah, not even one knife for Katie Taylor. Mm. Yeah, we can get five. I got blocks. No, no, man, it's terrible, it, isn't it? Shoot him in there. Shoot him in Crow Park. Shoot him in Crow Park. Can you do Eddie Hearn? Eddie Hearn. I was looking at him one day, uh, and Ty, Tyson Fury. I think he's a great fighter. You got get Eddie Joshua. Fuck. It's a bit like Jamie Redknapp. Fucking. Uh, I, I, he's one of those voices. I'd say I'd get it. If I practice you it, fucking yeah. have it. I thought Eddie Hearn was sitting there in front of yeah. me. Never see Eddie Hearn doing Chris Eubank. <laughs> oh, it's fucking brilliant. Uh, I've I've seen him doing the stuff with Al actually. Al does all the the boxers and stuff brilliantly in that. But Eddie Hearn, yeah, he'd be a good one to kind of get, like, because he's always in the news everywhere. Like, yeah, he's unbelievable. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a hell of a bit of publicity, and he's like. and he's funny as well. Like. Oh, he's a legend. He's a yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's an absolute legend. Gas. I love yeah. him. Do you know that meme page of him and all? You know no context here. Oh, brilliant. He's so, some bullshit now if Katie doesn't get that fight in Crow Park. Man, Joe, there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. There's like, like I put up a tweet about it saying like, oh, this is the guy's fault, and everyone's like, well, he got quoted four hundred grand. That's the price, and then it, it turns out that the security bill is five hundred grand. Yeah. So to, to open the gates, it's four hundred grand, and then everything else on top of it. Supposedly, it's costing one point four million. Yeah, and McGregor, rent, McGregor said he give five hundred. Uh, I think that's gas. That's hilarious. That he, is hilarious. He give it as well. Like, yeah, yeah, of course you would. Just put Robert twelve in the middle of the ring, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. That's historical. Like you look back on that in fifty years' time, they'd be showing archives of that, and Proper Twelve's gonna be labelled all over it. So it's yeah. great. Oh great yeah, 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 yeah. And like he he knows his stuff. Like in terms of like it's like it'd be one of the most iconic. Yeah. Like you said, things that have ever happened in Ireland. 100%. Like Ali fought. Ali, Ali fought, fought there. In, yeah. I think it, that might be the last boxing fight that was there. Could have been. I'm not too sure, but he. Ali fought Croker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a tunnel in the cor corner of Crow Park. Now it's not really used. It's used like by in smaller games, but like mm. the the tunnel coming out the middle is always used. But it's called the Ali Tunnel. Mm -hmm. And they gave it to him, apparently. When you do the tour over there and stuff, they tell you this. But, like, when he was there, there were, uh, I don't know, he was back in Ireland. Because he, he had family in Ireland or whatever. Yeah. And they, were, they took the, or they told him, they were like, this is the Ali Tunnel. And he says, would you not put a plaque up or something? He goes, oh, in Ireland, we only do that when you're dead. <laughs> and then at the time, he was like, grand, grand, don't want a plaque yet then yet. So I presume they, they put the plaque up now in the last couple of years. Yeah. You know what happened in that fight? So he, he fought here, yeah, but he was showing it in America. And he thought, like, he was going to come in. He was fighting some blade and blowing, basically, some bum. And he thought he'd finish him, but he didn't. So, like, the fight was dragging on and dragging on. And they only had a certain amount of air time to show the fight. And, like, it was an early stoppage. Like, your man was fresh. And the referee just waved <laughs> her off. He's like, no, 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 you're gone, you're gone. And yeah, true like, story. True story, yeah. Look up, look up. Yeah, there's a documentary about it. He I've never the, seen it, yeah. He'd done a tour all over the country and all. Did you yeah, ever yeah. see him... Uh, Squaring up to the Garda. So it's like him, heavyweight champion of the world, and he's squaring up like to the average cop on <laughs> like imagine like these two actually had to face off and there's a cop over a baton, like you know. His, I mean? his granddad was from Clare. So he says something like that. Ali's granddad. But every but they all have an artist. They all do. Uncle, like your man Count and O'Brien and all. Yeah, but he, he looks, looks Irish, doesn't he? He looks Irish, and his second name is O'Brien. Looks yeah. like Hector's cousin. Yeah, <laughs> he looks it. He does. But like that, Barack Obama Plaza and all, like he has family from Money Gall and all, like what the fuck? Am I but it's funny, like. I was only listening to a podcast about something about this the other day. They were like, everyone's claiming Obama and claiming when when they're really popular, we're like, oh yeah, he's he's one of us and all. And then there's lads over there now, Kevin McCarthy and there's Sean Hannity and all these like real Republican right wingers and stuff. And no one's even like talking about them. Like, no, they're not Irish at all. They're fucking they're just yeah, talking yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> that played in Barack Obama Plaza. It's Disneyland for Colchis. Where's that? Um, Money Gold. Disneyland for Colchis. Awfully, yeah. You ever been to Offaly? No, never, no. 
See, we're over the south side now, not my cup of tea, you know what I mean? I like to just stay put, stick to what I know. <laughs> Offaly and all, keep it. Westmead and all. Oh, he's down and Offaly there. Don't Christmas. be saying anything about Westmead. I know, Joe. I tell you, Mullingar is like a little city. Mullingar? I know someone from Mullingar. Your man, what's his name? Joe Dolan. Yeah. Yeah, there's a statue and all down there. Yeah, That's yeah, your man, yeah, oh yeah. me, oh my, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know me history. Joe Such Dolan. a good looking woman. Yeah. Not bad, Connor. Not Thanks, bad. Thanks, man. Yeah. You're probably <laughs> like, out yeah. If there was a Mount Rushmore in Mullingar, you're definitely on it. Uh, you, Joe Dolan, Noel Horan, no one else. Probably just three is. Uh, I know. Well, you got Brezzy. There's there's a good few people, and then there's people on the up at the minute. There's Neve Algar, who's the uh, actress. Um, she's flying it in Hollywood as well. And Mullingar's really like into Neve Algar, the blonde girl. Yeah. I know, I only watched something more the other night now. Tasha mm. from Dublin. She she she, <laughs> she 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 was she grew up around the corner from me. Um like I'm just outside Mullingar down by the lake. But uh yeah, Mullingar is like it's a really and I think behind the denial horn effect or you can even go back to Joe Dolan or something, but like it's full of like entertainers like People are always just trying like music or acting or something like it's full of it and it's getting even better like that. There's, yeah. a, there's a, like a studio been uh, built up there in Mullingar, place where they're properly going to make movies like. That's class. Yeah. That is little, yeah. yeah. We need more of that in Ireland in general, not just like... Oh, Mullingar, stop, but yeah, 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 yeah. But I think, I think when you have people kicking the door down, people in the area, it's like, yeah, Kill the broke this mic, by the way, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, when you have people kicking the door... <laughs> Do you like that one? When you have people kicking the door <laughs> down, again, everyone else is going to give it a bash, you know what I mean? Look, Barry Keoghan for us, Barry Keoghan's out in Hollywood now, and everyone's trying the old acting business. Unbelievable. I actually, could you believe, I only started yesterday, I was there looking at his accent. I was like, oh, Mr. He's getting big. Him and Colin Farrell's going to do maybe try to do something for the Oscars or something. Because um, you might see man Austin Butler. Yeah. See man that played Elvis. Yeah, Elvis, yeah. And he was like, uh, before he played Elvis, uh, he was, his accent, like in, in the movie, it's like, oh, hey, I'm Elvis Presley. And, uh, uh, thanks for being here. And, uh, it's great to uh, die here in Tennessee. Or whatever. And he does that. But before, his accent, before the film was like, yeah, it was uh, great to, you know, get the role and really excited to play Elvis. And now when he's talking, when you see him on television, his accent's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like to play Elvis is, uh, you know, the guy's he's just like stuck. he's part of my DNA and whatever. He's stuck in the role now. I don't know. It's questionable, Connor. So it's like me walking in here going, you know, I just can't stop talking like Matthew McConaughey. You know what I'm <laughs> it's just part of my DNA. You know what I'm saying, boy? Someone like that. <laughs> <accent. laughs> if you could, if you could get stuck in one accent that you do, what would you stick with? If I could get stuck, that's a good question. Tommy Tiernan probably. Tommy he's not too far off mine. Yeah, you do a brilliant Tommy I love when you put the beanie and all on. When I, the first time I seen you doing it with the beanie, I was like, "Ah, oh, this is this is gone too no, far." Tommy, it it uh, it's and then the eyebrows. Kinda, yeah, you know, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's beautiful to be here. <laughs> now, I'd love to have you guys now on the show. I'd say I'd have you crying. Now. You'd be in tears. You would emotional talking about in your city, Dublin, and how you've never been brought to Crow Park. I'll bring you. <laughs> it's the it's the face kind of like he's yeah. always thinking. Yeah, he has and, he's, and, he, and then he just rubs the chin and he's like, "Rush, okay." <laughs> oh, he's he's a legend. I met him a couple of months ago. I was going to a wedding and uh, he's down at the oak and I was like, I was breaking it like meeting him because I was kind of because comedians and stuff are sometimes a bit when you meet them, you're kind of expecting them to be really fun and engaging yeah. and warm and they're not. Yeah. And it often happens. 
Um, and I was kind of thinking, oh, don't tell me he's going to be like that. Because as he as he would say himself, you know, I'm, I'm a strange man, do you know? <laughs> and I was like, just this fella, like, he'd be sneering everyone. And I bet you now, uh, what's the chances? I'd be sneering him and he'd be like, I don't like that little bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I went down and I, I literally, I mean, my heart was like, bum, 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 bum. Like, and I've met like, a few big people, Tiger Woods and different people like that. And it never really, like I was nervous all right, but it, not to a point where I was a bit like, oh my, am I, I going to like be a bit speechless? I wasn't even speechless, but like, you know, you get to have a little tremble or something, you're a bit nervy or something. Met Manny when I was like, oh, oh, well, Tommy. And I was just, I don't know why he was. I just expected him to be like, well, or whatever. And he turns around and was like, I just, you fucking nailed me, so you did. <laughs> I just, very good. It's very good. My daughter sent it the video of me and she says, just daddy, that's you. That's you, daddy. <laughs> Oh, you some laugh, some yeah. laugh. Tommy's a legend. Yeah, I'd be shitting down that, like trying to do an impression of someone to them. You know what I mean? You're like, I know, but I think if you if you showed like if I was doing like impressions, yeah, I'd like show like the likes of you and all before I put them out anyway. You know what I mean? So you'd know if you were good or not. I I, I no. do that all the time. I show me me mates like yeah, I mean, because like, they'll tell you honestly. Yeah, if it's yeah. no, your impression could be spot on. But I mean, if you're doing it to someone, if they get offended by it, that's what I'd be nervous of. Yeah, no, and I've I, I've so done I've done loads yeah. of that. Yeah, but for the most part, like before I met Tommy. The reason I was nervous about Tommy is because I didn't know whether he liked it or not. But like when I met Tiger that time, I was doing an ad with him. So I knew he liked it. He wouldn't have agreed to do yeah, the ad yeah, with me yeah, if he yeah. didn't like it. So he was coming that day knowing exactly what we were doing. And when I met other people or when I met Mourinho, same thing. Like, And I actually knew anyway he'd liked it because the boys, one of the lads, uh, a lad I know kind of works for him. Um, and he'd be just telling me that Mourinho was sending him the video going, have you seen this fella? Do you know, and I actually yeah. knew your man, but uh, so I was never really that nervous meeting him because I already knew uh, they enjoy it. Like, so I'm not going to offend them. Yeah, you they know? wouldn't agree to meet. But it was like liked, yeah. meeting Tommy or meeting someone. Like, I remember another GA fella I met one day. Like, and I, I did him on stage. You know, Davy Fitz, you man, it does Ireland's yeah. Fitz family. Yeah. So I was doing a gig and uh, went up. My, had the microphone and Joe Broly was there as well. Another GA fella and I was doing him and he was loving it. No problem at all. He was he was uh, he was kind of overdoing the laughing. I was like, no, you're after seeing this about five times. Can't be that funny. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> And then I start doing Davy. Marty Morris is there, asked me the question. I start doing Davy and I'm doing Davy and I'm taking a piss out of money when I'm doing it to the audience. And all of a sudden then like, it, it ends, like my set ends and Marty Morris is like, oh, fantastic, brilliant, blah, blah, blah. I get this round of applause. And then he goes, what do you think of that, Davy? And Davy just goes, ah, oh, look, if people are laughing, they're laughing, fair play to them. <laughs> I was sitting right beside him. I was like, <laughs> I thought he was going to fucking turn around and deck me. Have you had many bad encounters with it? Never. That was the only. That was the only time I was a bit like, ooh. And that's I, not, and that's I, not too bad either, is it? No, I've never. I just, in fairness, I, I don't really like cut the back off anyone. Yeah. I'm not really like you know if something like people are like oh you should say this about this fella or that about that fella I'm just like, nah you know like you could like but you see I kind of find especially with the way golf has gone and Formula One has gone like I'm meeting all these people all the time so yeah. it's just like if I meet them then and they're going you're a, fucking, you're a prick you know what I mean mm. you did this whatever it's like ah, uh, and you see it's, it's better for business as well like if they like it yeah yeah. because then people and brands then will be like oh here listen let's do an ad with you and him Yeah, he likes it like yeah. but they won't do that if he doesn't like it then there's none of those opportunities and you don't want to be diversive that, either you don't want to be like put, putting a statement on an opinion or like getting political with the stuff either you just I ne- I never do and even like I've, I've friends online or whatever and they might have like businesses or something I'm always like like even with them there's no point getting into some stuff like like you're you're doing a podcast so you'll have an opinion yeah. on an, an awful lot of stuff because you're talking to an awful lot of people but for me it's like people just want to hear 
like impressions and comedy off. Have a laugh, yeah. And have a laugh. So I never really take a side or an opinion. Yeah. I'm like the Queen. Yeah. Don't sit on. Sit on waving. But uh, yeah, I just kind of find I'm like that. I'm like at the like even you know if I'm down the pub, I'd be as opinionated as anybody. Yeah. Like, but I'm like, what's the point of me putting it on Twitter? What's the point of me slating like? Oh, Man City today or something, you know what I mean? Mm. And then all the City fans are slating me, and then I put a video out next week, and then they're all slating the video, yeah. You know, and it's like, like I don't really care, like uh, as in positivity. Well, Michael Jordan you know I mean? said that. Michael Jordan, someone asked a hey, Republican or Democrat, he said, like, why would I do y'all buy me shows? So why would I pick a side? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, point. look, it's good for business, isn't it? He's in the gaff point that back off one of the yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't the back off the Democrats? Yeah, I'm in the gaff. <laughs> Calvin, we have zingers to do. Yeah, uh, we're about forty minutes in here. Connor's burning Connor. office. <laughs> so, Connor, have you listened to an episode of this podcast before? Uh, no, I've listened to bits and bobs though. Right, I haven't listened to a full okay. episode. It's all right. That's all right. Have you ever listened to the start of an episode? Uh, yeah, you ask questions. The zingers, yeah, yeah. Zingers. Would you rather? Yeah. Sometimes they're deep. Sometimes they're just simple ones like deep piss in the shower. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's all right. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. Yeah. I think everyone does. Yeah, well, that's the thing that we have here. It's like there's two type of people in the world: there's people that piss in the shower and there's lawyers. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's that's where we are. But, but uh, that sounds so stupid, kind of. Yeah, but like, see, like when we do a live show, and we go out, my like, there's piss in the shower. That place erupts. Like, and like people will be turning on people. So we're like, stand up if you piss in the shower, and like ninety nine percent of the audience stand up, and like one person will sit down, the whole audience will turn and shame them yeah. for not pissing in the shower. Couples having domestics after. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you stand up? You had to make that dope Elvis in front of the boys, no? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so last week's thing was, it was a bit deep yeah. and was, would you rather have the childhood and the background that you grew up in or trade it in for a more privileged one? It was a bit deep. Or would I? No, definitely not. Definitely not <laughs> what? Trade it in? I would definitely not trade in me yeah. uh, upbringing. Like, I presume it's with the same family and all. Exact same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I wouldn't. Um... I would, and do you know it's asked me this question? I'm just after coming off the back of like my GA club had a 70 year anniversary and stuff, and we did like a history and all of the club and that. And I was looking at it, it was this video, and I'm like, Jesus, like the the laughs like I had as a kid getting on the bus, you know, going playing football with the boys. If you're pro from or probably more privileged, now maybe I would have played the uh, GA locally or so, I don't know, but like even school and the laugh we had in school, if you're privileged, you probably go to a private school then and stuff, mm, yeah, but uh. No, like I love it. And even like to this day, all my best friends are all the same from when I was a kid. The boys that helped me out doing my sketches and all are all uh, me, pretty much me best friends from school. Like nearly, I'd say 95% of me friends are from my GEA club. Brilliant. Mm. So like, I, yeah, no, I'd never trade it in. That's class. I'm well, going to see the results on that. So 14% of people said they'd trade it in. They would trade it? Yeah, and 86%. I was going to say that'd be uh, worse. I thought like 95%. Yeah, well, say, oh, what would it. you do? I like keep it, like you know, but I can, but I can see the the other side, like you know what I mean. I could see why you wouldn't. Like back then, if I if I was back in time and I had the option, I would definitely jump. But now I'm like I learned a lot of life lessons. Mm. You know what I mean? Actually, I'm the, the exact same. Uh, I remember like being in college and all, kind of going, "Jizz are coming out of college and lads are getting jobs," and you're like, "Would have been so handy if I was in that Just school and did, did that, that and yeah. whatever." And then as you get older, then you're like, "No, no, 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 I had I had it better." Yeah. yeah, do you know the struggle is better? You know what I mean? I, oh, I yeah, think yeah, so. Yeah. I think yeah. so now. Like I said, yeah, yeah. But I think hunger. doing what you're doing as well, like come from where I come from and doing this podcast, like all of that has like equated to this. And even with my stuff, I kind of find all my comedy is kind of from 
the boys in the dressing room. And I often, like you were saying there, like I'd be there, is that funny boys? Yeah. First thing I think of, would the boys laugh at that? Yeah. And I've often done like sketches and stuff and had it ready to go and I worked on it for two days and just threw it in the bin and been like, nah, it's not funny. And I'd yeah. send it to the boys and they'd be like, nah, sorry. Yeah. Do you know, and I'd throw it in the bin. Because real ones will tell you how it is. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah. I've got good lads around me like you that will tell that. me. My brothers and that would be, be getting ticks some days. I was like, <laughs> yeah. it's funny, when you're trying to learn people off, <coughs> Justin Rose is a golfer. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't do him and I was there trying to get him for ages and all of a sudden I was up, it was the, it was the World Cup four years ago. And uh, was it the World Cup or the European Championship? Some Roy Hodgson was the manager. Maybe it was 2016. Yeah, yeah. it's a bit like... Oh, it would have been... Tw yeah, 2016. And uh, Roy Hodgson was the manager of England and I was in the bedroom and I had the camera on me and I was like, well, I thought we played very, very well today. I thought it was a very, very good game. You know, and it was a tough, difficult match against a very, very good side. And my brother walks by the room and he's like, are you doing Justin Rose there? And I was like, no, I was doing Roy Hodgson. And he's like, all right, it sounded like Justin Rose. And I was like, fuck off. I was getting tick with him nearly. Yeah. What do you mean? That, that didn't sound... That was Roy Hodgson. I was like, why, why do not think that's... And for about five minutes, I was fixated, like, listening back, going, that's Roy Hodgson. Like, you know, how have I got that wrong? And then all of a sudden, like, wait a minute. Kind of does sound like Justin Rose. And I couldn't do Justin Rose. And then I realised, I was like, now I have Justin Rose. Yeah. I literally uh -huh. fell into him. And then I was able to do him by just tweaking Roy Hodgson. Yeah. It's mad. I could be doing someone for weeks and it's like something might be said or you might hear them say something or do something and it t makes you think differently and bang, you have them like. Little. Yeah. Mm. But like thankfully, like my brother and that, they, they tell me they're like, that's no good. Yeah, it's all goes no. after life. Shall we go to a close like Ryan O'Brien and my brothers and stuff? I, I literally, after the show, I go get pictures of people and then I go looking for the boys because I'm like, what did you think? What did you think? They all give you feedback. They're like, ah, oh, this was deadly, this was deadly, or this part could have been better. Like, uh, yeah, you yeah, panic yeah. there, I seen you panic. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember uh, saying, uh, like, the Ross at the last one, so I had the mic in my hand, and Ross was front row, and he's like nodding at me, and he's looking. And I remember putting the mic down, and I was like, What do you think? And he's like, Yeah, and he's giving me the thumbs up and all. He wouldn't shout back. And yeah. I'm like, Trying to hide the mic so I can't hear me talking. I'm like, What did you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need, you need people like that, you know what I mean? He'll tell you how it is, you know? Like, oh, yeah. like I've come off a live show before, and one of the lads said to me, Like, that was shy compared to the rest of them and I was like sound <laughs> but yeah. like but like oh, I take that on board it's constructive criticism you know what I mean they'll just word it different because we're from the flats they're not like oh I think they just go ah shy compared to the last one bro you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate that it, it, they, I know when we do something good then they'll tell us like you know 100% I mean? yeah also when you're doing live gigs and I found from doing loads of them it's like sometimes the room or something you just have a different room you have a different set yeah. of people in it it like I start all my gigs off with the exact same video so it's not like I started off any different, but you can notice from night to night, like when I did it in the Olympia, the place was in stitches laughing for the first three minutes and then I'm on stage. And then I did it another night and it, the laughter isn't as loud like. And you can do that even talking to comedians, like they're like, sometimes you just walk into a room and it's just that room is a bit more reserved than the room from last night. Might be nothing you did, you know, but it just might be the room. It's mm, mad, yeah. like, you know, because I, I was like that for a long time, analysing everything, trying to, whatever. If, if a joke didn't work that well one night, then it'd be gone the next night. Yeah. And then I realised, I started putting them all back in, I was like, no, it still works brilliantly and some characters are better some nights than other nights and stuff. And Yeah. Do you know, and it's just kind of weird and I've, I've kind of just, I'm more at peace with it kind of going, doesn't it matter. It is, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. not. I didn't do, like. Now, some nights you might make a bollocks of it, but other nights you're like, nah. It, it, it's just the night that's in it. Yeah, mm. definitely. So yeah. yeah, I kind of am a bit more relaxed about it, like about the gigs. Uh, just knowing, like, I know of a good gig. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know people are definitely getting their money's worth. Like, who who's your go to that always takes the real far off the place? 
like at the minute at the minute Tommy when I walk out I'm like how's it going and then I start talking about interviewing different people (laughs) and as soon as I do his face like you've everyone laughing yeah Uh, and then like I have a character Jerlock Nan and he's that fella with the he's always good but the the biggest one for me and this one was someone I never really do and that was David Attenborough just started doing him walking in among the crowd like just talking about Irish people I'm talking about them like they're animals yeah so I'm yeah. walking in and I'm like here we have a herd of Irish people recognisable by their big Irish pasty heads yeah. <laughs> and I'm talking to the camera and I'm looking back and you start bringing the camera into people's face they're getting really embarrassed and they're coming up on the big screen and stuff yeah, yeah. Yeah. and I couldn't believe how big it was going down and everybody had write to me then after going didn't know you did David Attenborough and stuff and I was like not that I do like everyone kind of can nearly do him like yeah, you know yeah. oh here we are today you know but uh yeah, it was mad, like, again, but you learn all the time. But if I'm doing, like, a golf gig, for instance, like, I'll start off the golf gig with uh, Ian Poulter because I know he's 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 a solid start. Or if I'm starting off a soccer gig, I'll start off Mourinho. Yeah. Because I just know the accent's really good and I've got funny content with him and it'll give me a solid start. Like, And if it didn't give me a solid start, well, then I'm fucked. You happen to know your audience. <laughs> right? You know your audience. I have a thing about this week. Right. I said last week's one was a bit deep. This one could be a bit deep as well. I know it's been doing the rounds and a lot of people have asked us to talk about it. So, would you rather marry the person you lost your virginity to or be stuck in your same job forever? Oh, sorry, be stuck in your first job forever. <laughs> oh, fucking brilliant question. It's a bit deep, isn't it, when you think about it? Can we get a minute of silence? So, say that again at the start. So, marry the person you lost your virginity to or have your first job forever. Can you do other jobs? Well, no. I'd, I'd, I'd have to go with the first job forever. See, see, I think I'd do the same thing and I hate my first but job. But then you wouldn't be doing what you're doing now. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'd rather not marry your own. Say, after the podcast show, I'll give us the ring to keep the missus happy. You know what I did? Oh, yeah, well, I'm married as well, so... No, even if I wasn't married, that would be the answer. Yeah, that would definitely be the answer, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you look traumatized. It's a poxy one, isn't it? You it's have a, to bring uh, something back. To yeah, <laughs> it's a poxy one, boys, isn't it? Like between oh, like oh, Harry and slap the arse. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, yeah, first, for me first job, my first job. I think, man. What was your first job? Plastering. Pla- oh, would have been a plaster forever. No, as in, like I was labouring. Now I wasn't doing the plastering. I was like, uh, mm. and I wasn't exactly there. The fittest or the biggest plaster in the yeah, world. Yeah. But uh, I did that for my uncle uh, when I was about 15. That was my first job. Um, I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed the crack on sites and stuff like that. I actually loved the crack on sites. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I'd have to go with that one. That's hmm. kind of... yeah. I've got one for you. You have one for us, did you say? Yeah. Oh, go on then. Good luck, me nurse. In my head here. Would you rather give your worst enemy 15 grand? Or give the people you love and all your mates your phone and let them see every message you've ever written for the last five years. Oh, you're at the wrecking we had, Connor. I'd go, I'd go with the phone. Would you? Yeah, Have because... Have you not sent any bogey messages? No, because... So I broke my phone there last week, right? Again. And when I knocked it back, I got it back fixed, I knocked it back on, I had an email off someone. And it was a spam email. It's like, I have all your personal data. I'm going to send it to all your contacts if you don't send me this amount of money. So I took a screenshot and I put it on Instagram. I was like, mate, I do a podcast talking about my whole life in detail. Do your worst, I said. You know what I mean? So I didn't give a fuck. And uh, yeah, go ahead. I Take me phone. 
Oh, I'd be down at the credit union. Yeah. <laughs> 15 grand. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, I haven't got 15 grand to be handing out, boys. Fuck that. <laughs> that was like, uh, I got stuck in uh, emigration uh, one time coming out to, going out to America. And uh, whatever happened, I was just going over to work at the Golf Channel and you might, they took the phone off me and the laptop and everything. Open the whole thing up, like, and you, uh, you know, and you're standing there, and your man's just looking through your search history and all, and you're just mm. like, it gets a look through that. Yeah, I feel yeah, awful. Yeah. Sorry, delete WhatsApp going through immigration. I heard because they just go in, they just search certain words, and if it comes up, you're getting the boot. Really, in, yeah, boys? Sorry. Yeah, you're getting the sorry lads, not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bouncers. Yeah, yeah. All is no, I know. I, I've, I've friends that like got turned away and stuff like that. Uh, horror shows I've heard of, like, yeah, you know, people going in and. Then they just panic and you, you you get like scared and everything and you know they're they'll ask you know oh, when are you here when we when did you do this whatever boom 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 and all of a sudden you get turned away and it's like impossible to get back into America and everyone yeah. loves America like yeah mm. like you know you've been yeah. in a group chat with all your mates and whatever they're talking about what they grew up to the weekend that's my issues the that's, group chats yeah, but that's, oh, that's nothing to do with you down in the group chats and that's it. nothing to do with you you're not even associated with any of that. But they see this in your messages and they're like, who is this fella? He's not coming in here. You know, that's yeah, why I yeah. seen Ben Foster was talking about it. The former footballer, professional footballer. And he was saying footballers don't have group chats anymore because it's so easy for something to get leaked. And he's like, you know what's in the boys' group chats. And especially if you're a Premier League footballer and you have a group chat, it's mm. so easy for stuff to get leaked. You know what oh, I mean? And even just by association, you laughing at someone that sent yeah. in a meme or something. Yeah, all of yeah. a sudden you've laughed at it and it's like, yeah, yeah, no, the last couple, last while I've been like that as well. You just, you know, you don't, you also can't be like, oh, that lad, like, I'm out with this group, like, I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Can't be offended by everything. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, you're like, just, you have to be kind of careful, like, what you're, like, uh, some of them are on mute and everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, your WhatsApps are just, like, it's mental. I have my yeah. phone on uh, silent, like, I load the volume down, so when I open anything, yeah, I keep it, the volume down just in case, because you never know. Oh, no, I I get, one of, one of my mates always sends that, 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 the, yeah, uh, the porn noise. The, the, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I got caught. The boys there. got stung on BBC with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The boys, he was watching it. He was caught by Danny Moore. No, he was and stung. Gary Lineker. Yeah. I got stung at the bank. I was at the bank. I was waiting to go up to the teller or whatever, and I was standing there. And it was one of them ones that, like, you know, every now and again they catch you on a good one. Yeah. Do you know what they're like? Because it'd be something topical. And, and I'd be, be like, like, here, should yeah. your man cash out for tonight's match? Yeah. I would press play on it. And, oh, oh, yeah, oh, everybody's looking. Yeah. Oh, the, the bank is a bad one. Oh. Everything's mad serious in the yeah. bank. Have you to the bank? Yeah. Who's watching Should porn in the bleeding bank? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is bank, not wank. Yeah. <laughs> Some fella's trying to get a loan of 15 grand. He didn't want to give his phone up. <laughs> porn noise is going off. Everyone's fuming. Head wrecked. Right. Oh, come here. That's serious, anyway. Sorry. Everyone keeps on asking if I'm still. I was doing a bit of barbering for a while, kind of, yeah. But I'm not anymore, right? Because it's actually hard work. But, uh, so I'm not doing that anymore, but my point being, right, shout out to the boys in 400 as always for coming here. So, see the way a minute ago we were talking about as well, like, would you rather be with your first, the first <laughs> boys you ever with and whatever. Yeah, there's an unwritten rule for the boys that we'd never tell the missus, but we all tell each other and we'll all say her off camera, you'll want the green now because you'll be fucked out of the gaff. But we'd all rather cheat on our missus than our barber, yeah? Didn't expect us to answer, right? <laughs> so moving on, right? So I went to Liverpool there, a couple of weeks, you know, right? Connor. And the barbers was close, right? Because it was around Christmas time. I wasn't going to ask one of them to come in and cut me hair and whatever, right? So I went into some little spot over there. And it was a little bit fancy. I sort of looked at it. It was the first barbers I seen. I was like, I'm in fucking Liverpool, you know what I mean? And I only wanted a little lick on the back and sides and a little bird trim, you know what I mean? I bounces in. 
the fella butchers me, right? The worst. Like, you, think, you don't think it can get bad when someone's just down the back and sides your hair and a little trim on the face, right? Butchers me. Guess how much it was, Connor? Now, rough in, guess. In Liverpool? In Liverpool. Pounds. 25 pounds? 50 pound for a haircut. Was this like a famous barber or what? God knows what the story was, but it broke my heart. The, the haircut was dirtier than the flights to Liverpool. <laughs> Think about that. I was in Liverpool. on doing as hell. I was in Liverpool 20 minutes. The joy's a Ryanair, man. Yeah. Fuck you wanted, yeah. That's a Ryanair ad. <laughs> like, that's bad form, boys. What's that in Euro? Ah, uh, 70, close to 70, what I'd say. Yeah, that, yeah, it was 60 anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got, well. Look, that's bad form, boys. Yeah, I, I right. jump around. I'm a, I'm a, oh, why I'm a whore when it comes to me hair, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, like, one like of my mates, trusted, Connor. one of my mates, just, uh, like, I could call him and he'd come up and cut me hair and then, like, there's a place in Chapel Lizard I get my hair cut and stuff. But, like, I remember when I was out in America, I was getting my hair cut by a fella. And uh, what was annoying me about him was, he was just handy, he was outside the house. And he cut a decent hair, whatever. But then you'd say to him, here, listen, I, I want you to do this. And he goes, hey, it, I cut hair for 25 years. I know how to cut hair. And I'm kind of going, <laughs> no, no, I understand. you know, But like my hair, I was like, I want you to do this. Hey, come on, relax. I, I cut hair. Don't worry. <laughs> and all of a sudden, then he cut. And then he, you won't shave. You won't, you won't. I'm like, you look short. So he starts fucking shaving your hair and everything. Cost was $75 then going out the door. He had you yeah, doing everything. Sick. Oh, this is couple, this go a few years ago now. But like, I'd go in then and he'd know if my hair was cut by somebody else. Yeah. You, you look like a piece of shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I tried to make you look sharp. You go to someone else, you fuck your hair. And, you might, and this fella wasn't even good. He wasn't even good. He was just handy outside the gaff or whatever. And uh, oh, he was unbelievable. We had another fella in America that like, I thought he was going to kill us at one point. We'd go in, meet me and me, me two uh, room, or uh, me two, uh, part, the fellas I lived with, housemates. We'd go in, but we'd tell them stories. That I'd be like, oh, Alan there, uh, he cheated on, or he slept with John's wife and stuff. Scumbag, scumbag. Alan would come in then he'd be like, you're a fucking, you're a scumbag. Like, what? What? Scumbag. Your own wife, or your own, your friend's wife and all this. Oh, I was mental stuff. <laughs> the boys had stopped going to him then. Like, I've moved out of New York, but the boys like, nah, I've stopped going to him now. He's like, he's a proper psycho. Yeah. I got my hair cut once when I was in America. When I was over there and uh, I was in a black barber's. And I was looking for a skin fade. I was like, if anyone knows how to deal with skin fade, it's going to be a black barber. Them boys are always on point when it comes yeah. to fades. And I went in, I was like, uh, skin fade. And your mum's like, what? I was like, skin fade. And he was like, the fuck you saying? And I was like, skin? Yeah. Fade. No idea what John about. And I was like, right. And I'm trying to like, you know, like, like zero up, like, you know, and I was like, look your hair, like this. And he's like, oh yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and it was grand. And whatever way they cut hair over there, you don't, they don't sit your face in the mirror. They turn you away from the mirror. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. Did, did, did you know that as well? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, all right, fresh, grand. And your man's there and he's ages, know what I mean? Ages doing it. And I know skin fade takes a long time, but like some, some fellas can do it in like 15 minutes and it's yeah. grand. Some fellas might be a bit longer. This fella was a good 40 minutes. And I said to him, I was like, I don't trust him to cut me hair. But like fade it, you'd be grand. So I was like, yeah, just that. And it's about 40 minutes just fading. And I was like, right, turns me around, boys. I swear to God, I'd never seen a tight haircut in my life. I mean, there was more hair on the palm of my hand than there was on the side of my head. I was like, what is he had to do? Proper butchered me. Proper butchered me. And I was just like, I can see why I was facing away from the mirror the whole fucking time. I said, were you brave? Did you tell him? I want me money no, back. I didn't. I was just like, sounds still out of me. Yeah, and that was it. I didn't need a haircut the rest of the time I was yeah, over there. No I was there for about bleeding three or four months, and I didn't need a haircut once yeah. after that. Loving the trial pain of Yeah. Work. You 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 cut hair. Did you like when someone came in with a picture to you? 
that wreck your head or? See, I didn't cut hair very long. That's that's the problem. I only done a couple of haircuts because I was in training. Then I was like, this is actually really that's, hard. That work. doesn't really. I don't see people do that much anymore. I think you, I think no. young people do it more often. I, I I did it one day. I did it one day, and like your man just made a show of me in front of the whole bar. He was like, Ah, oh, Jay's this fella. It was down in Mullingar. Like I came in, yeah. I was like, no, I'm just looking for a kind of haircut like that there, or whatever, you know. And I was trying to be really quiet, you know. Just yeah, on the slow. Ah, Jay's, you show me a picture, eh? yeah. This fella wants it. Look at this, uh, Johnny Lowe. He, wa- he wants to look like that fella. Huh? <laughs> First off, that fella's way taller than you. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God. I was nearly going to get up and walk out. Your man butchers me anyway. He doesn't even do it properly or whatever. But, uh, yeah, no, I was, last, why I was the first and last time I ever walked in with a picture. Yeah, don't. Th- never do the door to your barber or else this is what happens, boys. See, Connor's smart. Valentine's saying next week and you're trying to bleep and put the fella on the spot like that. <laughs> trying to hang the TV's out to dry there. I was yeah. thinking of the content. Yeah. Calvin gets fucked out of the gaff next week's episode is lethal. You yeah. know what I mean? Come I'm sleeping like... in the studio now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, with me. Yeah. Well, anyways. Uh, speaking of Valentine's Day, do you know what? I actually don't have an anniversary. What you mean? So me and my board don't have an anniversary. We haven't we haven't got a date of when we got together. When you just can't remember it, or yeah, like roughly, can't remember. So there's 365 possibilities, and she'd just be like, "Right, surely today's not. their anniversary," and I'd be like, "But it's not though, you know, like that." And yeah, I'd be, yeah, yeah. be like, "Right, April 8th anniversary. That's it." And then we're sticking to one. I'd be like, "No." What was the weather like? I don't know. What did the long nights? I don't know. What, I couldn't. Was you know what? I have an idea. How many years are you together? Seven this year. Oh, seven. I thought you were going to say uh, six a, months. A year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I've no idea when it was. You know what I mean? Well, I have an idea roughly, right? Roughly. But she just picked like, I think it was either May or June. So it was right? summertime. I think yeah, it was. Yeah. I'm not too sure. It could have been late April. Who knows? Right? But she'd be like, August. 27th is our anniversary. I was like, but no, I know it wasn't then. And she's like, right, we're fucking making an anniversary. Because I do see people being like, putting up stories and all, like, anniversary dinner. I'm like, how did you know what date that was? Like, how do you remember that date? Do you know what I mean? My, mine was easy. Well, it wasn't easy. I, I had this, I had, I had a kind of beef with my missus because I was like, no, it's not the date you say it is. Uh, what happened to me was I was living in New York with her and it was Thanksgiving which, so you always know what day Thanksgiving is. I know exactly like when I went and asked her, like, you know, I came out of blue with it. Thanksgiving like, we were, not change every year. It, like it does, yeah. Day. The date actually will change by a couple, but like, we just say Thanksgiving. Yeah. So whenever Thanksgiving falls, because that was the day I picked to do it, because like, I was off work, she was coming back from work and she came back in and, I don't know, I was after drinking half a bottle of wine and I was like <laughs> sitting there going, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> I was sitting on the couch, she's like, is this what you call, called me home for? And she's from Donegal. I was like, yeah, yeah, I think like, and I was half jarred. Like, I was like, I think we'd be, I think we'd be good together. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, I don't, I, I don't, I don't look at you like that. Like, I just think we're great friends. And I was like, Right. I was like, where's the bottle of wine? <laughs> I was like, so I was like, right, well, she listen, don't worry about it. I was trying to be like, oh, it's grand, it's grand. I'm jarred, don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, then headed out in the train. Sobbing, crying all the way. Uh, I was on the train swigging out a bottle of red wine. Um, but then on about two weeks later on December 10th, she came back to me. Uh, I was working and she asked me to go for a drink after work one day. And I thought that was a bit weird. We were working together as well at the time. Went down to work. Then she told me, she goes, oh, look, I do have feelings for you or whatever. <laughs> so th- we got together then that day. But then she'd always say Thanksgiving is our anniversary because that was the day I kind of made a fool of myself and kind of first put it on her. And she started thinking that way. But uh, so when we were getting engaged, like... 
she kind of knew I was going to ask her like in the year 2000. I was definitely going to ask her to, to get married or whatever. Or 2001. I'm trying to think now, was it? Yeah, 2001. How old are you, Connor? 34. Oh, sorry. 2021. What the fuck? What the fuck? fuck? I drank half a bottle of wine before I came in here. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I was like 2001. I was like, what? I was like, I didn't even make me communion in 2001. You're getting engaged? Fuck me. I was, I got 11. When I was, was 11. 11. <laughs> it was one of those arranged marriages. Yeah. Uh, no, so. Um, 2020. Yeah, 2020. So at the end of that, so she was expecting Thanksgiving. She was like, he's definitely going to do it on Thanksgiving. I, her whole family were expecting it in the whole uh, and I don't know why I took great pleasure in not doing it yeah. thinking yeah. to myself no I'll do it on our anniversary yeah. but yeah, what I the want fucking, it's on my, my anniversary because yeah. 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 I was like you made a show of me that day we ended up we would have kissed on the December 10th that's when we would have like been like alright yeah we'll, we'll give it a bash but I was like yeah so me and her she still to this day will say oh it's Thanksgiving's coming up and I'm like but it's December 10th Yeah. so when I asked her to get married I, I did it on December 10th like to make me point and you're hitched now yeah yeah, yeah. got hitched last year yeah, or 2020. The show was 2003 or something. 1998, I got married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, would you not just count that as your anniversary? There you got married, boom, there you go. None of this oh, no, now we do. That's now, because I day. thought I was like, there's no, I'm not having this. Because you look at it and like, I'm not, I'm falling into that kind of the conspiracy thing. It's like, there's Christmas. Yeah. After Christmas, then Valentine's. Uh, there's Valentine's Day. Birthday. Then her birthday comes up. Yeah. Then yeah, the uh, day you've got together, the day you're going to engage, the day you got married, yeah. bollocks, you'd be broke, like, you know what I mean? Oh, there could there could be like five or six things. So I was like, all right, so our anniversary then now is just the, where when we got married. Yeah. So anniversary, birthday, Christmas, Valentine's Day, it's still like four things like yeah, that. We like, don't even, I don't do Valentine's Day. That's a lot of bollocks. We don't really do it either. Yeah. We get like, a card or whatever we're not really like big on it um, yeah. that's for the newcomers isn't it that's for the honeymoon party is you got a hotel and the whole lot isn't it yeah. oh yeah we start going out yeah first yeah. Valentine's Day Jesus yeah like oh, I don't oh, think stop. I've ever done Valentine's Day I was like well I don't know I'm just not Calvin's in. emotionless isn't he like the I'm, not, I'm actually very know. emotional the poor young one was emotional. going to go to a hotel and bleed and have a good night I was like don't do a love mm. boil the kettle we're having a cup of tea in the gas <laughs> in sports news on yeah John wants a little Valentine's Day the film's actually little I love that it's one of my favourite films never seen it Little film, no, little film, very enjoyable. Bad romantic, is it? Kinda, it's good, yeah. good crack. Right, fuck Valentine's Day, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. anniversaries, yeah. fuck Joe Broly as well, yeah. Don't even know who he is, but fuck him, right? So, uh, what we do with all the guests, Connor, is we go back to the start, right? Now, I know we're about an hour in, but let's just breeze through it. Where are you from? What's your name? What was like growing up? What was life growing up? What was life growing up? You put life in life. Uh, it was, it was, <laughs> here we it was dark. Uh, I didn't want to get into it, but <laughs> yeah, that's Mullingar for you, mate. <laughs> I know. So yeah, grew up Mullingar. Um, went to school in the town. Played a lot of ga. Was mad into ga. Uh, didn't really do much imp imp impersonations and stuff like that. Did a little bit when I was really young. Didn't do it for like 15 years then. And then pretty much I, I went to America after I, I went to J1. was out there for a bit. Came home and I had, I had a degree in finance. So I was doing like, uh, I was working in finance. And in your in your mind, finance is like the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, You're yeah. going to be in some office and it's going to be like, yeah, yeah boom, let's boom, go. Boom, this trend yeah. that. And then it's like, you get a job in finance. It's kind of back office work. And it's Monday like, and, oh, yeah. do you, you see, yeah. you've, this is your job. You're going to do this every day now for next year, you know, and then get a yeah. promotion or whatever. And I remember like it, it like I, 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 I'd never say I hated a job I was in or anything like that, but like it did, it bored me kind of like, and I'd be very much like, 
you know, I, I need to do, even in the work that I do now, like, I'm in how many different sports, like, only mm-hmm. because, like, that's just my personality. I can't sit still in, in one place, like. So I quit that, went working in sales for a bit. And uh, I remember going, like, doing a sales job. It was door-to-door sales, like. And the fellow, when I went for an interview, was like, what are you doing here, man? <laughs> like, you have a degree in finance. And I was like, I, it just doesn't do it for me. Like, I'd rather, like, a bit of excitement or whatever. And then when you go do door-to-door sales, man, that, like, whatever, working on building sites and stuff, that toughens you up. I remember being out in Luke in there one day knocking in and a fellow went to bait. There we go. He said Luke and you got us. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. There we go. It, yeah. Left yeah. the three stab wounds. I swear to God, I was in Luke one day and I walked into a yoke and your man was like, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. One of you who's coming in here last year and saw me this, whatever. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And all of a sudden I'm outside this, I can't remember what the pub was or whatever. This fella's like, me and him are going at it over something that someone sold him a year ago. I'm only have to get into the town. <laughs> I remember even the golf club one day, I rang the golf club and your man gave me loads of guff down the phone. And then I drove out to the golf club. <laughs> I drove out there and I was playing a bit of golf in the back. I was nearly waiting to see the, the whoever it was that was there that was after abusing me on the phone. It was a mad old job. Then I went working in Tree in Dublin. And it, man, it was hilarious. Like I was working up there with a couple of boys. There was a fella from Dublin. There was a fella from Kerry, loud, Galway. Like it Sounds was like the start of a joke, doesn't it? I, yeah. I swear <laughs> to God. Howdy, man. And it was the most fun I ever had in a job. And we were like doing, we were the sales team. Like people would be ringing up and you'd be selling people phones and stuff like that. And it was all a big competition. Like who did the most sales and stuff. I did that. And then what happened, how I got started impersonations then was, it was in a GA match. Me, me cousin, uh, my uncle, my family are big Mullingar Shamrocks people. And we're playing a football match and my cousin, we're losing. Game's over. We're in injury time. Four or five points down. It's, there's no way back. 20 seconds left. And this fella comes out and he comes into my cousin's face kind of roaring at him as if, yeah, you know, we betches. So my cousin loses the plot anyway, grabs your man, throws him into the advertising board at the side of the pitch. And my uncle's about at the time he must be uh, 55, 56, be his, my cousin's father. So he runs down and jumps the fence and kind of jumps in because all the other team like jump on me mm. cousin like and I'm standing there going I was not, I'm not the biggest fella in the world so I wasn't going to make a huge difference with this thing but I was like it's my family's now it's not even a club thing it's like my yeah, uncle's it's there and my cousin's that. there if I don't do something or if I don't at least jump in and look like I'm getting busy here I'm going to be like ostracised from the family so I hopped in anyway and a uh, load of pushing and shoving was going on but a load of like the local camera guys came out taking photographs of it. Lo and behold, like those lads in there, like flaking lads and everything else. I was doing like very little, I would have said. <laughs> the pictures come out in the paper and I'm like this, whatever. I'm like this, me, me eyes are closed. I have a fist like that and I don't even remember doing it. I must have been just kind of happening. And the other one then I have someone by the head and I'm like this. <laughs> so this, only two pictures in the paper and it's me. It's me in the paper. And I, there was other lads that were like way more involved. And I was like, uh, oh, I'm like, I thought I was getting in big trouble and I thought I was getting suspended then from the GA. And about two weeks later, I'm in, I'm in work up in Dublin and it was a Friday. I'll never forget, get a phone call off um, my, the chairman of the club and he's like, you're Grant, you're not getting suspended. Um, they looked at the video, there was nothing in it really. And sure, you weren't going to do a whole lot of harm to anyone. So don't worry about it. So I was like grand and I was relieved. Went home that night then and I was just messing and I, I the Snapchat was after they were having that filter thing where you could put the faces on like what Al would have started on as well. 
And I just took Mourinho's face on. I was like, I think the more family, there's scumbags. I think it was a disgrace what we've seen today. I was doing back and I was like, yeah, it was a great fight. I loved it. You know, myself and Victoria and all the kids, we thought it was great. I was doing Harry Red. I was like, oh, I mean, they're an absolute disgrace, those kids. I mean, that was terrible. He should have been suspended. And so I did this video, sent it into the boys. Boys are all like, oh, man, that's brilliant. Put that on the internet. And then I was like, oh, will I want it? And I was a bit like, oh... And the next morning then I was like, or not that night, I was like, no, there's no point putting that on the internet because it's only local. Yeah, no like, one's going to get it. No one's going to yeah. get it. Yeah, except the boys that were there. So then I went, well, maybe I'll just do a, a video on the championship, the GA championship, with all them characters, few from England, few from Ireland, just talking about, you know, Kerry, Dublin, you know, uh, Kilkenny, Tip, a few of these things anyway. So I made it the next day. I didn't actually have the the, the balls to put it up myself. All my mates were like, put that up, put that up. And I was like, no, 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 no. And uh, I gave it to one of my mates, Dennis, and he put it up. And from his page, then I got 60,000 views. Class. And I got a phone call then on the Monday after work. Um, I was walking across the bridge down at the AFSC. Paddy McKenna from Joe.ie rang me up. And he's like, uh, come here, senior video there, blah, blah, got your number off uh, Dennis because they wrote to Dennis. They were like, who, is that you? He's like, no, it's Connor Moore or whatever. Gave him the number, called me up. I end up going on, I told the boys at three, I was like, look, I might have a job at Joe.ie doing the thing. And they were delighted for me. Like all them were like, brilliant, you know, go do your interview. And uh, went down there and the boys were like, right, Niall McGarry's there, who uh, was the guy who uh, started Joe. And then Paddy was there and they're like, let's see your stuff. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, let, let's see your repertoire of stuff. I was mm. like, see that video there? That's it. That, that's all I've ever <laughs> yeah, done. That's what I That's happened. it. The boys like, and you could see the disappointment in their faces. They were like, oh, I thought you were good at that. Yeah. And I was like, no, but I am. And I was like, and then they were like, oh, yeah, but we thought you could do this and do that. And they were like, we're more interested in England, the UK, it's a bigger market and stuff. Like the GA stuff is brilliant and it's great. And we'd love to use that. But we were like, if we're going to hire someone, we need you to be able to do more than just that, like do some soccer and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, give me, give me 10 days. Give me 10 days and come back to you. So in those 10 days, then I started like looking at Klopp like I start McElroy, a few people, Michael Owen, I remember Carragher, and uh, went back to them, sent them a video, the boys sent it over to the UK, and the boys in the UK were like, oh, nah, it's not great. So I didn't get the job then. So uh, Paddy rang me up, and he was like, yeah, oh, look, sorry, you know, keep cracking on, sure, maybe, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to start my own page, sure, and stuff like that, like, should keep an eye out for it there. Um, and Paddy was like, yeah, 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 sure, 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 you know, it was kind of like, obviously, yeah, he was kind of like, I mightn't see that fella again. And I was kind of trying to tell him, oh no, no I'm going to work yeah. this now. Like keep an eye out for me and stuff. And uh, they didn't it's give a proper it to me. I back earlier on as well for you. Yeah, although it was like the first week really. Yeah, but yeah. I, I next day I went into tree anyway and I told the boys, I was like, I got, I got the job. <laughs> I was like, ah, did you? I was like, yeah, yeah. So I'm bouncing, I'm leaving. So I quit my job in tree and I started making videos at home. Then I went on, I went, oh, I was on the 188. I went on the old welfare and uh, I was on it for four months then. And I did a video of Klopp after four months. That was the one I was like, no one's doing him yet. And like, what a big character he is. Like, he's huge. Did him then. And Jamie Carragher retweeted it. And, okay. he, and he goes, uh, this guy's hilarious. I don't know why I'm doing his accent because it was a tweet, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the, the boys from Joe rang me up. And in my head, I was like, I'm going to tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. You know, you're like, nah. You had your chance. And then Paddy was like, hey, do you want to come work for us? I was like, well, I'll be there tomorrow, Paddy. When do you want to start? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I was with them, for, with them for a year and a half. Loved it over there, I have to say. I have to, I, 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 it's the one thing I kind of miss is uh, an office uh, and a bit of crack with people. And what was your job with Joe? 
It was weird. When I was in at the start, I was in there five days a week and I had a desk. Like, not a desk, but I had a space. Yeah, yeah. And so I was sitting there then and there I was at the desk. And at the time, I remember, like, trying to learn Brendan Rogers, and I'm sitting there and there's people around me working and here I am. Oh, he's a great guy, a great character and a wonderful human being and a great technician and that. And then looking at people around, everyone looking at me. And I was like, this isn't really working. And the first few videos weren't great. And I got slated. The first soccer video I did, I got slated for it. And I remember like going bright red in the face, like mm. looking at all these comments. And I was like, oh my God, man. Like these boys were telling me, you're shit, you're this, that and the other. And I was like, oh, this is bad. And then I'm looking around the room going, did everybody else uh, see this? And I had one job actually at the start as well to do a, a Donald Trump video that was going to go viral for when he be, it got inaugurated as president. And my Trump at the time, I didn't really do like do much of them and it was bad. I got taken off it. Um, and so it was kind of a rocky start the first few weeks. And then I said to the boys, I was like, listen, I was going to quit. Now, half of it, I was going to quit because of things like that. But the other half was I was getting a bit scared and I, I was in a, a bit over my head. And I was like, I'll just do it on my own page because like people come and follow you. They'll appreciate your work. But I was on already on a platform of people that like never asked to see me. Yeah, they were like yeah. sports fans. They were just, they were yeah. following Joe for news and stuff. And yeah. then I was getting thrown in front of them. And then uh, Paddy McKinnon that just kind of talked me down off the ledge and they were like, no, no, don't leave. And I was like, yeah, but like I even like even working in the office there, it doesn't work for me. Like I was like, I need to practice them voices and I need to build up my repertoire. I can't do that in an office and they're like well then just come in and record and stuff so I was living in Rap Mines then and literally I would only go in two days a week and the other three days then I'd off and it was like I was working at home for myself kind of like and it didn't feel like I was in working under someone and that like helped me big time like mm. just getting comfortable getting working on the impressions then and then I'd rock in do the videos and all it takes sometimes is one video to go yeah. really big and then all the other videos after that just get easier and more views and stuff and I was with them for like a year and a half then, yeah. I bailed in when I went to the Golf Channel. So see see the way you were talking about when you first did the impressions after the gaff fight that you had? Like, was that literally a first time doing them or were you doing them growing up? Like, I was doing them a bit growing up and I was taking the mick out of my uncle and stuff like that. Like, I would have, the boys would have known I could take people off, kind yeah. of. Like, you know, or pa like, like a real culty thing this is like, but I would have been doing the Unbelievables, Pat Short. Um, at Christmas time for me family and all do you know that kind of humour and that kind of comedy like just getting up there and like I would have done score as well scoring an og I don't know if you know what that is no. uh, it's like it's a part of like kind of the GA, but it's like plays and all this kind of stuff that clubs would get involved in uh, so I did a bit of that um, I mean mother when I was really young wanted me to go to drama school because she thought like there was something there that I was like a, a bit of an entertainer kind of thing yeah. but it was on the same time as football yeah, Gaelic yeah. football and I was like I'm not doing that I'm like I'm, I'm yeah. playing football with the boys so in a roundabout way I ended up back in it like but but I would have been but I wouldn't have done them some people would have been shocked that I was able to do them like a lot of people would have people really close to me would have known I could do them like the boys and all because you were saying you sent the video to the boys they only the impressions my football they team they would have been shocked oh they would have been they were like Jesus that, that's amazing two or three of them would have been like oh yeah like I know he does this I know he yeah. can do this like but most of them would have been shocked yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you were saying you were with them for, with Joe for a year and a half yeah so then when do you leave Joe I did a video then for the Masters the the Masters was on 2018 that Christmas Miola became the captain of my little golf club and he asked me to do some um, sketches in front of everyone at the club and I was like uh, yeah I'll do one like and he's like, no, I need you for four or five of these. And I was like, I'm only doing one. I can't go up. You like, I have to write a whole new set then. And everyone. I was like, I, c I can't. Like, it's the same characters and stuff. It's going to be the Brollies and all these boys and Davy Fitz and that. And I'm like, Michael D, I'm not going up there doing that four or five times. And by the end of it, they'll be looking at me going, Connor again, same yeah, yeah. old, same old. Yeah. So then I was like, I was kind of sitting there going, I was like, me out of it as well, you know. 
I like him. So I was like, I'm going to have to try and, yeah. <laughs> you know, do something a bit more than just maybe one gig for him. But then I thought, if I do golf people at it, it's a golf club. Yeah. Then I was in my head, I was like, yeah, this this actually might work in terms of, I'll probably make a few pounds at this as well. Like I could go to other golf clubs then, get a few hundred quid or whatever, going and doing a few impressions. Now, I never thought it was going to blow up the way it did. Like I was shocked, like everybody else around me was shocked. So I put this video out. I worked on it for four months. Put the video out on the Monday of the Masters. It starts on a Thursday, ends on a Sunday, but I put it out the Monday. And sure, half the golf world, just all the golfers were in Augusta National, they're all retweeting it. And then the head of Comcast, Comcast, like they own NBC, but like Sky, he's in Augusta and he's like, he tells the head of the golf channel, he's like, do you see this Irish lad? He's like, he's doing these impersonations. He's like, you should go talk to him, maybe hire him. And your man's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was kind of just whatever. The next day he meets him at Augusta, he goes, did you hire that kid? Your man's like, what, you, oh, you want to hire him now? He's like, you, hire him now. And literally, Two weeks later, I was on a plane to... And that's when I went into the boys then. Like, uh, with Joe, I was always nearly kind of going, oh, I think I need to go out on my own now. I think I need to go out on my own. And the boys be always like, no, 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 we'll get, you know. And they were great to me, like, you know what I mean? They were looking after me and everything I was staying. But then uh, this time I came to them like, oh, look, I've gone off from NBC, like, I'm gone. And they were yeah. like, they didn't even try and They were like, right, Grant. Yeah, yeah. Are you a big golf fan? Yeah, I'm yeah. a big sports fan. I love yeah. all sports. I'm not like a fanatic... Um, of anything, I I I I wasn't a fanatic of anything. I'm a fanatic now of like golf, yeah, soccer, Formula One. Like I'd yeah. be like, that's why even like you know, look, we podcast like, and I've I kind of ruined podcasting myself where I listen to podcasts for work reasons. Yeah, do you know? Yeah. And that like just staying on top of. That's why some people are like, oh, will you do tennis? And I got asked to do hockey over in America. I'm like, I can't. I just don't have the interest. Yeah. And then I'd have to start listening to podcasts in those sports. I don't really care about them. Yeah. So now I didn't really care about Formula One for a long time. I watched it when I was a kid and then the Netflix uh, Drive to Survive documentary thing came out and made me fall in love with it again. So like I'm obsessed with it. So I have to be obsessed with it or else I just don't feel I can do it. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't be as passionate about it. Like. Yeah, or you just wouldn't know what's going. Like, yeah. you have to know what's going on. Like, it's topical stuff. Yeah, yeah. and like yeah. if Klopp says something to today, like I'm like, oh, he said that. I can use that. Yeah, do you know? So how did you get drawn into the Formula One? Then you're off. You're working for the Golf Channel in NBC in America. Yeah, so I was over there for. I lived in New York for a year, uh, 2018. I, I loved New York when I was a kid, like, and I did J ones and stuff there. But I was always slogging it. Hmm. And I was when I was over there. You're, you couldn't enjoy it. Couldn't, yeah. yeah. Now, like, I look back on it and go, you know, I nearly had a better. When I look back on it now, I go, probably had a better time back then slogging it with the boys. That's we done that as well. So we done our J one in Berkeley, and uh, like, yeah, yeah, slumly sleeping on blow beds, about tennies in a room. <laughs> yeah, and then me and my missus went back a few years later. Like we were about working full time. Then you have money to spend, and you're like, oh, this place was deadly, and then you're there, and you're like. Oh, it's not that great actually it was better when we were back then yeah, yeah yeah you had to enjoy it and we're enjoying the moment whereas we're there now and we're like we're able to fucking pay for food and we're able to tip yeah, whereas over yeah. there you're like just go down and get a sandwich will we yeah. <laughs> so that that's exactly what I in 2019 I was like alright I have this opportunity with the Golf Channel and it, it wasn't too strenuous either and I was like so I could just live in New York really and just enjoy it prick around like yeah. every day mm. and it was there in New York then for a year but like that I kind of at the end of it was like I had a good year don't get me wrong but it was like just you don't have the memories like you have with the boys like sleeping 10 fellas in a room you know what I mean and you have a sleeping bag and stuff and you have only a bit of money on a Saturday to go do something yeah. but Saturdays are brilliant then for me like just I could be anywhere on a Tuesday night and a Thursday night you just get a bit you take it for granted then and it just isn't like as exciting so did that came home went back out to Florida for a year started the Golf Channel show uh, went home couldn't get back to America then in 2001 because of COVID 2021 so, yeah or 2021 what's wrong yeah. you couldn't go in 2001 because <laughs> you're getting married <laughs> so did that uh, 
came home then, couldn't get back out. So did the show from here. Um, and lads were in America making sketches for the show. And then last year, COVID had hit. And I was down in the War Memorials Garden with uh, my wife's mates. They were all talking about the Grand Prix. Mm. I was a bit like, this is odd. Like, I was like, like they, you would never hear them talking about sport. Yeah. And then to be talking about a Grand Prix that I hear nobody, no one's mentioned a Grand Prix to me in 20 years. Like, so I'm like, I'm like, why, why are you all talking about the Grand Prix? And they're like, oh, we're all watching this uh, show called Drive to Survive. And I was like, oh, what's it about? They're like, oh, it's brilliant. It's like it shows, goes behind the scenes, shows all the guys. And I was, me, we had just finished The Crown. Mrs. had me on The Crown, right? And I was like, we we're looking for something to start watching again. And I was like, watch that. Three episodes in that night, it was a Sunday night. Three episodes in, I looked at her and I was like, I'm doing this. I'm doing yeah. this. This is, because this is giving me what I need information on the characters. Like soccer players are impossible to do. Yeah. It's so reserved. Never seen it. Yeah. Oh yeah, Harry. Like some lads are grand. Harry Kane's grand because he kind of he's got a good voice. You know what I mean? And that's why it's like that, you know. And he's yeah. like talking, but he comes in. Yeah, it was a great goal. But I want to thank all the guys behind me. Yeah, they did all the hard work. And that's it. This yeah. kind of stuff, yeah. and it's just over and over again. And it's like they give you nothing. Managers give you a bit more because they're they're pissed off in an yeah. interview, and they come out Mourinho up in front of speak. I've nothing to say. And it's yeah. just you get a bit of something there. But this documentary then was giving me information, like it was giving me like what the boys are like behind the scenes, and I was able to then just easier to write sketches. Yeah. But um, so I did. I I did. I did one video, and I was going to put the video out and I don't know what I got my dates a bit mixed up I was getting married on November 13th fuck off that's my birthday is it? yeah that's when I got married it's uh my father-in-law uh, was 70 on the day as well of uh, our, our wedding he's November 13th as well so on the I was going to put the video out the week before and then I didn't whatever I got delayed and I was like I'll just put it out the following week but then I was like I'm going to put this out on the Friday my wedding's on the Saturday if this doesn't go down well it'll it'll annoy me for the weekend <laughs> it'll be embarrassing I was like I was 10 months learning off 10 different people and characters and all this kind of stuff. Um, and now not 10 months intensely, like like I have other work going on. Like, But anyway, throw the, I was like, I'll throw the video out. And then I was like, I can't. And my wife was like, don't dare put that video out. Like, <laughs> she's like, I don't want to see your moping face on Friday night if that doesn't go down well. So I was like, I'll delay it a week. So I delayed it a week, but we were on our honeymoon then. It was the Friday. We we're in Rome, walking around the Roman form, and I'm there looking at my phone. And I was so into Rome every day, like, and I love like history and stuff like that. So I loved Rome. But this day then, I was totally tuned out. She's looking at me. She goes, just post the bloody thing, will you? So I posted it up and I just seen it. It was like the day I posted the golf thing blew up. And I was like, oh, this is going to be mega and then I had a call from the CEO then he was like do you want to come to Abu Dhabi for the last race of the season I couldn't because I had a gig in America golf thing it was raging that was the one where Lewis and Max obviously went down yeah, and I missed yeah. it yeah but I ended up going out there then uh, out to America to the awesome Grand Prix that was my first Grand Prix that's unbelievable just unbelievable so, like some world like in the mad way like this is a full time like these companies have like you as a role there and you're like this had to happen. Rain Connor, he's going to do a sketch of this and he's going to do an impression of this fella. Boom, go. I think that's, like, that's mad. Oh, yeah, no, it, it, it is mad. And it, like and that's why people say to me about, oh, the pinch me moments and stuff. And I'm like, like, Mondays and Tuesdays are pinch me moments to me, kind of like, where I'm just like, you know, you'll get a call off someone asking you to do something like that and you're like, that's that's your job, like, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's a laugh as well, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm enjoying putting it together and writing it and stuff. Uh, trying to like be creative with it like we did a thing with Toto actually when we got over there um, with Toto Wolf and George Russell the the other driver 
And when I got there, Mercedes, like I was surprised they wanted to do Ant because Mercedes are really reserved. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, and like Hamilton even Hamilton wasn't in the four season of that and all. Wasn't they, they, not? they were barely in it. Yeah. Even Toto, like it was all Red Bull Christian and yeah. like Daniel Ricciardo. They really built massive profiles off Drive to Survive, but like Mercedes didn't like. And uh, so I'm 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 there. I get down there and and they're like, right, mate. So, so what are you doing? And I was like, well, I sent you like four or five sketches, and I kept asking like, which one do you want to do? I was like, and I was like, they're all about a minute long, you know, and I only need the bass for whatever. He's like, right, right. Well, this one, do you like this one? I was like, well, yeah, although I do prefer that one. Like, right, fine, do that one. And he's like, yeah, all right, daddy. He's like, yeah, so you make this really simple, right? Toto does not act. George does not act. So don't <laughs> bloody give him lines, okay? You come in, you've got to do all the heavy lifting, mate. You've got 30 minutes, in and out, boom. And I was like, right. And it was like a bit of pressure. And I was like, Jesus, so the camera guy's with me. And I'm like, right, we'll just do this give them no lines or give them one line or whatever. I walk in and they're after telling me Toto. They're like, Toto does not act, mate. He does not act, right? Walk in. Toto's sitting there with Brad Pitt. Fuck off. Brad Pitt in the paddock. This, I'm, I'm just walking. There I am. Two shitty mics. The camera fella behind me and we're like, will you go over there and get him? <laughs> I was like, with Brad Pitt. And I was like to your man, I'm like, what's the story here? I was like, what's the story with uh, Brad Pitt? He's like, oh yeah, they're in there just talking about acting and stuff. I'm like, I only gave him one fucking line. I was like, so the man looks at me and he's like, no, 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 no. Brad Pitt's doing a movie now. And he's like, he's being an F1 team boss. So Toto was teaching him how to be a boss. So he was shadowing Toto. So he was walking around, just not even walking around shadowing him, but he was learning off him. Toto was telling him the ins and outs. This is what we do on weekends and this is how it is. And he was just like learning the role or whatever. So like literally, first sketch we did walking through him, Toto was, at, what's weird is, you know the way you say he's like this titan of industry near yeah. me? Soundest man in the world, like absolutely so sound and even at one point he was like we should go ask Brad maybe to come in and I was like yeah yeah go there and ask him go there and ask to come in and sketch I was like they won't ask him though but uh, that was like the first day I was there and it was just mental the whole week was mental um, and like it, it's one of those sports like and fellas are just landing in on helicopters yeah there's, there's just so much money in it oh yeah if, <laughs> like if you want to be a part of something like that you have to be worth hundreds and hundreds of millions like it's yeah. not even a millionaire's game no it's Billionaires, oh, it's man. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just throw around yeah. money in the game. Yeah, it's crazy. did you watch Drive Survive? Yeah, no, it's little. You should, yeah, it's, you are telling me it's, to watch it. it's class. Yeah. The only problem I have with it is that, like, when the new season come out, it's about last season. Yeah, and, like, you know what happens. So it's like, oh, geez, you hit the nail in the head. I was, I actually thought that last season because the first three seasons I watched of it, you're catching up. I, I didn't know what yeah, happened. Yeah. I never looked at whatever. I knew Lewis Hamilton won the thing, yeah. but did not know all the stories. But then you, yeah, when you, I watching it last year, I actually was a bit like, ah, it wasn't as good last year. But for that reason, because you know what's you happening. know what's yeah. happening, and yeah. then you know obviously what happened at the last race, like with the two boys, like yeah, do you know. But I, I thought that, yeah. yeah, it's the same with the Arsenal all or nothing. It's like that come out the season after it happened so it's like they start off really bad and it's like oh Arteta might get sacked you're like but he won't get sacked he's still there <laughs> yeah, now like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean and it's like oh but it's good because it's behind the scenes you see how he turned it around they're like yeah that's good but like it's like it's like watching a season and I'm like see the main character that he dies at the end so you're like right well I know he's not going to die in this scene yeah, I know he's yeah, not going to yeah, die in the yeah, next yeah, episode yeah. so it's like ah, but it is deadly and I think that's the way things are going it's more flying on the wall stuff and you see with the tennis now the tennis has one. Yeah. Uh, the well, golf break point. The golf is starting. And the golf is coming next out week, as well. Yeah. So I said it's going to be fucking deadly for you. Oh, brilliant. Like, I can't wait. I have a video ready to go for it next week. Um, But, like, that that's what I love about it at the minute. It, like, the generation that's coming up now aren't, I kind of like, like, we were, like, just more into watching matches. And, yeah. Like, the rivalry between Arsenal and Man United was enough. The rivalry even, like, 
I suppose with City and Liverpool, it's it's changing now, like, and you need a narrative. Yeah, no, and definitely. That, that's what, like, the Netflix stuff is doing. It's actually building a story so that you're more invested in it because you care a bit more because you know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, Why, like, yeah. before you don't. That's why it is harder to do it kind of in soccer because kind of individual sports, it's kind of grand. People will, like, you can say, I, if I'm doing an individual sport, I'm a golfer, I can turn around and say, yeah, 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 well, I think Rory, he's not playing too well this week, is he? You know what I mean? I'm confident I could beat him next week. And then if you lose, then you've just messed yourself up. But if you're the Liverpool captain, you're like, ah, Man City aren't going well and we're confident we're going to beat him next week and you lose, it's your fault. You yeah, shouldn't have yeah, said that. Yeah. They stuck it up in the dressing room wall yeah. and you've messed it up for everybody else. Yeah. So it's harder to get that in soccer, I think. Sure, they don't even fucking they cover the mouth on the pitch when they're talking to each other yeah. you Shock. can't get anything I fucking hate when they do it oh it's like and back in the day like the he had characters like back when Keen like Keen Beckham Keen and Ronald with the year that is yeah. iconic yeah. Like, you'll he, see out there you'll see out there and they go out and they beat them 4-2 on their own patch and you're like that's iconic yeah. now it's just like what went wrong today it was like oh well we're going to go back in the dressing room we're going to assess this and we're going to work hard for the week and hopefully win next week alright thanks they called the next fella in he says the exact same thing and then they called the winning team captain in he's like we worked hard on the pitch all week this week and hopefully we can carry that into next week what's the point in doing interviews oh they give you nothing they're terrible and uh, like back in the day even when Keane did that in the tunnel like if you did that nowadays in the tunnel there'd be more yeah, and there'd, there'd, be, and there'd, be, there'd be and there'd be fines there'd be nothing said about it and he'd be like brought in maybe by the referee after the game whatever after the game back what 20 years ago when that happened was 2002 2022 just before you got married yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, uh, I think it was about 2004 I think it was was it yeah. so he come, he's in the tunnel and uh, he does that and after the game then they get an interview with him and Keane was like oh, what happened Roy oh, Patrick Vieira he was in there wasn't he you know, pick on Gary Neville. Come on, pick on one of us. Yeah. The the fellow who came out looking the worst nearly on that was poor old Neville. The way Keane was talking. Yeah. About like he, he was didn't like, stand up for himself. Yeah. My little brother, you're going after me, little brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's gold. That is, there is none of that anymore. Like, yeah, I no, think that's an appetite yeah. now. I think like that's not enough. But like as well, I said like the match and itself, and they're like these two. Like whoever slips up here is going to lose the Premier League. That's not enough. And don't get me wrong, like you want to see nice football and all. It's nice to see it, but you want to see a bit of like yeah. a few rows, bit of war, a few slaps. Yeah, but you know where else it is now. And they've said in the last few years with Gareth Southgate, he's like, oh, he's brought them together. Whereas before, you had like the United players when they went away with England stayed together, the Chelsea players stayed together. Now you're seeing like fucking Declan Rice and Phil Foden, and they're in the bleeding swimming pool, high fiving each other. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. These are all mates. They don't give a fuck who wins on the weekend yeah. and it's even it's, and people are probably I think maybe giving Garrett Southgate a bit too much credit for that that's the culture now yeah they don't, they don't hate each other like, no, you know, and I'm not saying you gotta hate each other but like like I even know when we play like the lads play a GA match and we're playing against our local rivals and the boys would be mates and stuff and you'd see them going in like clocking each other like and it'd yeah. be proper you know and after the game everyone forgets about it but like that's nearly gone out of soccer like yeah. and like I, soccer needs it badly and that's why like all like soccer's changing in terms of like, you know, the Amazons and stuff coming in and people are like digesting it more. Even like golf, for instance, is another thing. Like all this Saudi Arabia stuff is happening where they're after starting Live a new golf. league. Yeah, I'm starting up my own golf series. Uh, now I have a couple of episodes done. I'm going to put it out. But it's just me playing golf. I'm just pretty much taking the piss at the fact I'm starting up my own golf league. Yeah. And I have like shot tracers on it and I have commentary on it. So it's me playing golf for real. Every shot's real. When I mess up, like if it's terrible, it's terrible. If it's good, it's good. But I just have it like a pretend uh, breakaway kind of thing. Pretty much. And then there's yeah. like the guys are coming. He's like, Connor's here and he's got a shot. He's on the fourth. He's got a pitch and wedge in his hand. Oh, fuck, that was bad. You know, this kind of... <laughs> and, you know, you fellas coming on, on-course reporters and stuff, and then it, it looks real like you're watching on the TV. Like, golf needs a... Like, a, like it is getting a revamp at the minute. 
and it's like all this stuff like people are like oh it's terrible for the game but for me I'm just absolutely loving it yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's content <laughs> that's, all, that's all I want yeah it's content when all this bad stuff happens like oh it's terrible you can't be, yeah, this is all I'm just like oh, Rub shock it's come here what was it like meeting Tiger Woods <laughs> oh, he was an absolute legend man legend yeah. funny thing about it was he obviously knew I was going in to do the thing with him yeah. and then when I got in sat down like he's the hat on backwards he's sitting back and he sees me, he's like, oh, hey, buddy, what's going on? And I was like, oh, well, story, Tiger. And I was nearly feeling bad for calling him Tiger. I was like, Mr. Woods, I, was, I didn't know what to call him. I was like, oh, well, Tiger, what's crack? And he's like, oh, come on, man, do me, do me. And I'm just like, like very rarely will someone just come up and go, do me. So I'm like, oh, man, well, the conditions are really tough out there. They're really tough. And he's like, fuck, dude, you sound just like me, man. <laughs> and then he goes to me, then he goes, oh, man, do McGregor. Because Duke McGregor, I was like, "What's up, Tiger?" I swear to God, I was playing a game. I got to slap the face up. You know what I'm saying? What's <laughs> going to Tiger on my stomach? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh man, that dude is tough." <laughs> <laughs> he was. This is this is 2018. Loved McGregor. He was like, "Oh man," throughout the shoot and everything all day. He was like, "Dude, do McGregor, man." I was like, "Shoot your face, Tiger! You annoy me now." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Have you ever got starstruck? Uh, I'd say when you meet someone now, you might think, oh yeah, yeah man, oh, you're sorry, seen a little you're not Tiger, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'll be looking at it. You'll probably meet fucking DiCaprio now and you'll be like, oh yeah, I met DiCaprio there, getting a coffee the other day. Yeah, uh, like, oh, right, yeah. You, you get a bit more used to it, yeah, but it's weird. I was, like, the closer it is to home to me, like when I meet Tommy or when I met Joe Broly the first time, I was more nervous than meeting kind of Tiger. I kind of find when I'm in America, I remember meeting Justin uh, Timberlake. I did a gig, a, a golf gig one day. And Justin Timberlake was there, and I was a bit nervy about that one. And I was going to impersonate him, and I was like, "No, I'll leave off." And I was he asking, seems like a kill fella. Oh, so I I get up there and I do me bit anyway. And there's, it, it's 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 an American celebrity golf tournament, so it's got like uh, Alfonso Ribeiro, who's Carrot yeah. from The Fresh yeah. Prince. It's all these like you know TV stars from America, and Justin Timberlake is playing. So I'm doing me gig anyway, and the boys are loving it because they're all big golf people. So I'm giving them just golfers and do a bit of Trump or whatever. And then at the end of it, I was like, uh, look guys, you know, I was doing McConaughey and I was like, uh, I said something about golf and then I finished up by, I was going to say, to that I say amen, to that I say, all right, all right, all right. So I went, so to that I say amen, to that I say, and Justin Timberlake just jumps up and he goes, all right, all right, all right, Tootsie. And I was like, thanks for taking my last line. And everybody laughs and that's the end of the show. And it was an amazing end. Like, because he did that. Everyone's yeah. laughing. So I'm at the bar after and he comes up to me and he's like, yo, dude, Connor, man, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he's like, I took your last line, man. I feel so bad. And I was like, Fuck, you're just in Timberlake. Don't worry about it, man. It's grand. <laughs> and I was just delighted chatting to him anyway. And I was talking, we were there for a few minutes and we were talking away. And um, I texted my brother then. So he headed off then. He was like, okay, guys, he was kind of going, working in the room, whatever, talking to other people. And I texted my brother and I'm like, I was just there, man. Uh, just Timberlake but I was telling him what happened at the gig and I was like so I had a beer with him here at the bar and stuff dead sound this that and the other the brother goes did you get a picture and I was like nah nah it's not that kind of vibe everyone's there Charles Barkley and all the boys were there they're all smoking cigars and I was like I don't want to be that fella like going around asking for photographs and my brother's like man you're an idiot he writes to me and he's like you know you know, you want to be seen to be hanging around with these people. It's good for your profile. You get an Instagram pic and people are like, oh, you know, Connor does stuff over there and Justin Timberlake, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, you need to put more business head on you and not be like, oh, I don't want to be annoying them. But get the picture, you know what I mean? Put it up. And people will be like, oh, he actually, you know, Connor's, you know, properly doing well and he's doing this and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, it'll lead to more work and it builds up your profile. So he sends me this message like, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. So I'm on the way out the door and I go into the bathroom, taking a piss anyway. And he walks into the bathroom. So he's standing beside me and he's like, yo, dude, I feel so bad about uh, that liner, Ron. I really do. I was like, oh, you're Grant. 
And uh, whatever happened, I don't know. I just forgot where I was, right? I'm into the jacks. I take <laughs> me phone out and I go, sure, come here. Like, the man's taking a piss. We'll do a picture. And he goes, yo, dude, what the fuck? Not in the bathroom. <laughs> taking a picture. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I was up there. It was a selfie pic. And I was like, what am I after doing? Like After chatting to him and getting along with him really well, I was after ruining the whole thing by going asking. I remember I was over, I was washing my hands beside him and all, and my face was bright red. Like, I was like, oh my God. I walked out, and in fairness to him, he was dead sound. I walked out, and he walked out kind of after me. And he was like, yo, Connor, come on, we'll do this picture. So yeah. he did it outside. Worst picture ever. I think I deleted it. It was annoying me that much. Text yeah. me brother down. I was like, don't you ever get involved in my fucking business. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be nearly embarrassed. If I saw him again, now I'd be a bit like, oh yeah, he's going to remember me as that lad, like asking for a, a picture in the jacks. <laughs> You wouldn't have gave a bollocks, would he? Come out and said it. I'm fairness, he didn't really, yeah. He was, he he was a cool yoke, anyway. sound, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. were out the show, I took a picture of yeah, Mickey, here we are. <laughs> um, what was Mourinho like? Again, dead dead on. Like, uh, like again, that video is gold. Yeah, although we're not in the same room. I'm feeling. See, I was looking at that and I was like, yeah, that's yeah. a green, I said, that's a green screen behind us, but I didn't know what was a... Uh, it was a green screen behind us, yeah. But and I didn't I, know it, was a, like, it wasn't in the so same we room. We did it during COVID. I, could, I was supposed to go over and do it. Yeah. And... Uh, could I? I couldn't fly over. Whatever was going on at the time, or I, did I? Did you had to quarantine for a few days or something like that. So they were like, look, we can just do this from here. And so it was like there was a chair like that there, and a chair here. I'm sitting down, and then on the chair was a laptop at eye level. So I would talk to the laptop. But if you listen to some of the stuff in it, like I'm like at the very end, he's like, "Okay, Connor, I'll see you later." I'm like, "All right, Jose, talk to you later." Yeah. As if I'm shouting into the computer, like even though he's supposed to be right there. Yeah. So if you listen to it, you can hear me like raising my voice. You know when you're on a Zoom, but I think you're like, he walks oh, yeah. off at the end, doesn't he? So you probably got away with it with that bit. Oh no, he does. Yeah. Well, that was all. I kind of just told him because at the time he was getting the bullet from Tottenham. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And everyone knew like it was coming, and then my content was like taking the piss out of him. Like I was doing all doing all the boys like going on about losing this or whatever. Like and they then were in panic mode. They were like, no, you can't even can't even talk about results. Nothing. Nothing. You can't say a word. And I'm just like, all right, what do I do? Just do the impression for him. And I and sometimes I'm like, I don't like just doing impressions. Like I kinda like I, I want to have something funny to say. So then I was like, all right, I'll just do it. maybe like if I'm doing it to him, it'll be grand. And it turned out it was grand. So I just did the I'm very special. And he was like, your impersonation. I was telling them then, it wasn't in the video, but I was telling them about uh, when I was in college in Athlone. I went to college in Athlone for a year to do construction. Dropped out, went back. But um, when I did it, I I was able to do Mourinho around that time. And one of the boys then turned around to me and was like, uh, you should prank someone as Mourinho. Yeah, I want to ask you, who did you ring? Because I, I seen it in the, and you were like, oh, we rang one of the boys pretend to be you. Who was it? I can't say who it was because oh. he, he'd bait me up if he found out. Right. But I rang, I rang a fella <laughs> oh no 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 that was a different story actually this fella I rang actually was a fella who played for Athlone a uh, soccer player I actually didn't know who he was it was the fella that like at the house I was in your man had asked me just to ring him and he was like oh, this fella like thinks he's going to make it so I rang him up and I was like is Jose Mourinho from Chelsea I got your number from and I they said the coach's name and I think you could be a very very good player and your man's like what I, you, oh man your man was a United fan and he was on the phone he goes I love Chelsea you know I've been a, I've always loved Chelsea and blah 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 he was there pretty much saying he was a Chelsea fan and I was like I think you obviously you are big you're number nine Drogba is number nine too but I think you could learn from Drogba maybe maybe we could have two number nines I don't know we could try anything your man's like no I'm telling you listen I, I get the chance and blah 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 blah. and literally at the end of it then I think I told him I don't know what I said something at the very end to give it away like I was like yeah come over you know we'll get a couple of cans we'll go drinking we'll get some ladies it'll be fantastic <laughs> your man's like what 
And he's kind of copping on, and he's like, oh, we'll go on the piss. We'll go, you, you're Irish, you like to drink, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. Who's this? And I was like, is, is the special one Justin Mino? All the boys started laughing at me. Yeah. I did it one day where I pranked a lad. Westmead got a new football manager. And uh, I was pranking one of the, I was pretending I was one of the selectors. And this fella had come in and he pretty much invited half the county onto the county panel. Is this he, the fellow with Bates around if you found out? This, oh, this, 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 yeah, this fella found out I did this to him. So this lad was not the best footballer in the world, but loved it. One of them lads loves the game. And so I rang him up and I was ringing everybody up, but I would ring him up and say, I was going, yeah, I'm Pat Flanagan here and, uh, you know, I want you to come on to the West Mead team. And I think you're a great player or whatever. And all the boys would be always like, oh, cheers, Pat, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But at the end of it, I'd say, I'd always give it away by saying, yeah, yeah, sure, listen, sure, grab a couple of cans there in the hole. I'll see you training there Sunday morning. They're like, what? Yeah, yeah, sure, we'll go on the piss before. Sure. You don't mind drinking before? And they're like, who's this? Who's this? And they yeah. hang up the phone. So I ring this lad anyway, and I'm like, uh, love you to join the, the county panel. And he's like, oh, Jesus, like, it'd be, it'd be an honour. be an absolute honour, like, you know. And this lad now would, would never, like, as in, he's not, he's not a bad player, but he's definitely not, like, an intercounty player. And my brother was on the panel at the time. He would have been a decent player. So I rang this lad up, took the piss, you know, oh, yeah, come play this, that, and the other. Man's there, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of it then, I said to him, I was like, yeah, yeah, should bring a few cans with you or whatever, and should we get pissed before us, and we'll have the crack. And he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. So my brother's down at training, and then the sun in the morning. And he goes, uh, names out everybody. Is there anyone I missed? Your man's there. Your man's in the corner, raised the hand. And he calls out his name. Your man's like, all right, are you... I missed you, did I? And then he writes him down on the list. Right? Your man made it past two cuts. My brother was chopped before this lad was. This lad ended up being on the panel for about six weeks. And then got chopped. Because they had a panel of about 80. They were cutting it to 60 and 40. Or whatever, and then 30 or something like that. And he got all the way down inside the 60. And this fella now wouldn't have been known to play football at all. But he was, and to this day, like, I don't know if he knows I did that to him. Yeah. And oh, he should be thanking you then. In a way, like, but I'd say, I'm like, thinking, it, why he, would he bait you up for that? Yeah. Well, like, because, like, he yeah, never got the call up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, I was taking the piss out of him, like, you know. Now, maybe he would. Maybe I will say it to him one day when I meet him. Yeah. I haven't seen him in years, though. <laughs> Come here, look. I, th- I think you should be thanking you right Connor. just before we wrap up there's one more thing I want to ask you roughly right roughly how long will it take you on average to nail an impression down uh, and I don't want to give you kind of a vague answer that kind of how long is a piece of string like but it's all different like if like if a fella's Irish first off that's going to help me because mm, yeah. I already have an Irish accent so like even though like the, the accents are mad in Ireland like you know compared to America you go four hours and still people sound the same accent, here yeah. 40 minutes <laughs> you're into me there compared to like you're from Cabra to Mullingar no, Cabra to the South yeah. oh it's, it's unbelievable this country's different. mental for accents but um yeah, like it, it just all depends. Like, it, and if someone's really deep or something, it could take me a while. Or if someone like cuts me throat, I mightn't be able to do him as much. So I might have to do him 15 minutes a day instead of like maybe 45. But like, for instance, right now at the minute, Martin Brundle, you know, your man from Sky Sports that does the Formula One grid walks. Yeah. He walks around looking to get everyone on interviews. Started doing him, and I thought, like, oh, this is going to take me a long time. And then it's uh, in, within two weeks, I have it up to, I'd say, like, I'd call it like a. Six and a half, seven out of ten. And I only need to get it to an eight or nine, so he's not far off. Um, while who else was I doing recently? Uh, Charles Leclerc, yeah, the Ferrari fella. It's I'm at him a long time now, like just a long time. So it, it just all depends on the accent, who I'm doing, uh, especially the type of accent. And then also, like if a fella is a real foreign accent, the new Ferrari, um, the new Ferrari team principal. 
I actually have it in my phone there. On the way home now, I'm going to listen to him in the car. But he's got one of these like really, nearly, what the heck is the word? Dramatic French accents. That is out there. We are looking forward uh, to the to the race. And it's kind of, so he's kind of easy. I don't even have to really nail him. I just have to do a caricature of mm. his voice and that'll be fine. I know it will. While Charles Leclerc, I need, I need to nail the voice uh, for people to go, oh, that's good. Because yeah. his voice is kind of bland. So like the only way I can make it interesting is if it's really good. But if a fella's voice is really funny, I can just make it funnier. Do you know? It's like yeah. Ian Poulter in golf. You man that golfer that everyone like, oh, your Poulter's perfect. It's brilliant. Poulter kind of talks, you know, well, he talks uh, like that. You know, he's, uh, he's from England, London. But my Poulter's like, oh, well, you know, it's amazing. <laughs> Love it. Play nice golf. Everyone just prefers that. You know what I mean? It's like... Sometimes it's better just to do a caricature as someone like. Yeah. But I definitely, I, I, so I reckon. I actually, I'll be honest. I think I could do the two of them. Right, well, we're gonna hold you to that. <laughs> Gen- right? Genuinely, kind of. Yeah, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see. Yeah. Like a back and forth, us interviewing. I don't know, Klopp or something like that. Yeah, Klopp. Like, oh, did you post in the shower? <laughs> or like oh, that. for showing this moment. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another big right thing now, as well. myself now. Yeah. <laughs> that's another thing. Though. Like, there's obviously a lot of uh, people out there doing impressions and they're deadlier, and you have some that they've nailed down. Like Al is brilliant at a lot of them, but I think you're one of the first people I've seen that sacked you was like prosthetics. So like you wear like the bald cap or you're putting the glasses and cap on for Klopp and shit like that. Yeah, you know, at the, st- I, I, at the start, I just kind of d- did that. Yeah, um, I don't even know why, but again, I probably was trying to be a bit different than to whoever like was out at that time and I was like alright so how do I because at the start I was nearly like oh is this a bit cringy or is it a bit sad yeah. putting these jokes on but then I realised it's not like because even I get a laugh at gigs like even if I just throw the hat on at a golf gig everyone laughs when they see the Tiger Woods hat going on yeah. when the Polter visor goes on McElroy's Nike hat goes on they all start laughing and then when you put these like silly wigs on and I probably took that like from Apre Match yeah because I kind of I always loved watching them like they always made me laugh like and they would have just these silly little wigs on and then they have these funny faces and like I for me like people go oh, who's your favourite impressions and I have to say like Ireland like is blessed with a lot of really yeah. good ones like yeah. you know whether it be like Oliver Mario Al there's a fella Aidan Tierney who's amazing as well um, like there's really good people in it but for me my top guys are the Apre match guys I can't yeah. really and you know they're the lads I enjoyed most and Richard Cooper the guy that does Bill you know live yeah. he's I think he's amazing because I think he does it all he does the acting he's got like good mannerisms he's got good voices he wears those wigs and he kind of just does I suppose it's more like uh, and I remember Mario talking about this on TV one day he was like uh, he does more impressions like his, radio, his Roy Keane he made a character that isn't really Roy Keane it's Radio Roy based off Roy Keane and he took an impression of Roy Keane and blew it up and that's the kind of genius of Mario he gets these he just gets one little thing on somebody and he drives it then exaggerates it Roy Keane did oh, at the end of the day like you know that mm. everybody my generation my dad's generation they'll remember that forever that mm. Roy Keane thing and while I probably do more impersonations it kind of makes it a little bit harder for me because sometimes I'm like with, like I was saying about Tuchel I'm like I could just do a caricature of him but I, I'm like if I do though people will say ah he's slacking off he's not yeah. putting in the time and work yeah. he used to I try to get it down where right I become the person like mm. uh, yeah that's kind of but again I suppose to answer the question it could take me out from a week to could to eight weeks yeah you know and it's like it's I, a quick turnaround. In fairness, I try yeah. to do I try to do about four people a day. Um, in terms of like a half an hour 
four people that's two hours so two hours of me day like doing impressions and then like he'd be writing content and doing different things like but um, I like I love the fact that you're not just doing like oh there's an impression like there's Klopp on a rant it's like Conor McGregor doing fucking he wants to be a millionaire host by him and don't be that's yeah. absolutely genius yeah. come that's, to the Olympia on March 2nd we'll, yeah. yeah we'll be there we'll tickets else, again, so the tickets again so March 2nd in the Olympia yeah. connorsketches.com uh, connorsketches.com or Ticketmaster yeah yeah, yeah right. Connor typed Connor Moore into Ticketmaster I think it comes up yeah. yeah Connor thanks for coming into us I feel like a fucking agent now like this fella's met like literally every high profile sports athlete in the world even big actors and all here he is on the podcast and we met Coolio and Nicola Talent <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Nicola Talent thanks for having me on the podcast I have to say I'm delighted if I, I came on to this now and I'll definitely be listening uh, from now on boys thanks for having me still Connor yeah and I'll we'll be looking out for the impression though I think that's that could be a little sketch while we're having a Time show, baby. Boys interviewed. I don't know. Matthew McConaughey. Right. We'll sort it anyways. Right, we wrap this one up. Episode 111. Done and dusted. Take us out there, Kino. Boom. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app. What you waiting for? Put your back in it. Just a little more. Throw your weight in it now. Fill your body again. Walk it hard and long. When you finish that. The hip knocker.